This week, the Blues have done a Queensland on Queensland. The boys battle on Central Coast and roast chook for tea. We look ahead to cooking up some rabbit stew, and all eyes are now on the ashes as the World Cup wraps up. This is On The Ranch. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, this is Mick in the uh, captain's chair. I am the captain now. The frog, you've Look taken over. Uh, Mutiny afoot. <laughs> Rob's away on uh, work assignment in a lovely little town called Winton and uh, can't be with us tonight. Uh, he's, uh, I don't think he's just there for work. I think he's just embarrassed that he um, picked New South Wales last week and then went the Roosters as well and got only one out of two. He's fled town and... He says work. I'm calling junk it. <laughs> he does work for Main Road, so anything's possible. Uh, but you can catch him on uh, Twitter on XR uh, XR Bob, uh, myself uh, at Barking Frog MC on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everywhere. Smoke signals in the sky. That's it. Sky, uh, sky riding behind planes. You can get you can catch Pistol on. Um, on uh, Facebook, Facebook, on, on the Facebook, spot. on the spot, your page on the spot. Did you do a post last week? I had all intentions, but uh, we'll move forward to a person that we've got sitting here, and we've got two ref- guests. We do have we've got two, two guests. guests in tonight, but uh, one of them refused to film me whilst having breakfast at the Sea Bar on Sunday morning. <laughs> That'd be Morgan, our stat man, I'm guessing. <laughs> it could have been Morgan and his and his mate Trent. I was, I was all keen to do it. And uh, no, well, I'm not going to film you doing that. Too many people are here. That's slanderous, Pete. I'll, I'll see you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, to my left, I'm very excited to have him on here. He gets to sit back in the comfy chair and uh, do the colour commentary for once. Uh, uh, Wake Yeza, uh, the uh, the main caller for the uh, Triple M call team. I nearly said the wrong name. I'm up to date with it though. Right. Welcome along, Wade. Thanks for joining us. Hey, g'day, boys. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, the sultry sounds already makes it's, my makes my sultry sound oh, sound pretty it's ordinary. Dulcet tone, no, isn't it? I don't know about that. <laughs> but good to be here anyway. Oh, mate, it um it's uh, it's a big week. It's been a big week in uh, sport. Full stop. But uh, obviously, um, the one bugbear on my Back at the moment is obviously the uh, Blues um, pipped us at the post in Origin last Wednesday night, and this is probably the first chance that uh, Pistol and you and I have got together to be able to chat it. But uh, we've got Morgan and Wade here as well. I'm sure they got their little two cents worth on on a, on a uh, look. I'll, I'll be honest with you, as much as Queensland lost, uh, for me probably one of the better games of Origin we've seen for a while. It was it was high intense, definitely second half. I'm glad. Not that you want it, but I'm glad someone got the message to the refs and told them to put the whistle away after the first half and just let it flow. Let the big boys play. I mean, yeah, you can turn a blind eye to a couple of those niggling penalties and just let the game flow and what a spectacle it turned out to be in the end. Sadly, we didn't quite get it. Uh, My dog actually ran around the back of the house. He wasn't anywhere near me. (laughs) Tail was down. He heard all the voices coming out of my mouth and he ended up having a... Go for a quick run and let off some steam after that game. But all in all, credit's where credit's due and good luck to the Blue Boys. Yeah, look, hey, I mean, at least they can jump up and down now and say they're two in a row. Yeah, well, I think it had it all, didn't it? Um, you know, you sort of, it swung both ways a few times. Queensland started well and then they went to the break. I think New South Wales should be happy that it was so close mm. heading into that break and then they came out firing and you thought, gee, how are Queensland going to come back after this? And they did. And then you thought, yep. Yeah, we're gonna we get this here, and with what a minute remaining, they 
Yeah. Uh, Mitchell Pierce through the pass. It, it 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 was it was well written, a script well written for Mitchell <laughs> Pierce. And you know what? Why not? Because hasn't he copped it yeah. over the years and yeah. undeservedly? I, I mean, I agree. Yeah. He's played the best uh, the best Queensland side of all time. Yeah, mm. we we touched on that last week, and I said exactly the same yep. thing. Wade, you you dead set right. It's like I'm a big fan of Mitchell Pierce. I'll be honest with you. I think he's copped a bum steer for quite some time. Yep. Um, yeah, he got himself into a few little positions that he probably shouldn't have, pardon the pun. But uh, who doesn't when you're mid twenties, early twenties? Yeah, who, has, who hasn't done silly stuff? So, and I, I think I, I, I did say it last dog, but who hasn't <laughs> done silly things? <laughs> I did say it last week though that I sort of want. I, look, I didn't care whether. Well, I did care. I wanted Queensland to win, but if he had a good game, I was going to be happy for him because I think he deserved to have a good game, and he did. I thought he took the game in that second half under his... You know, he just said, right, follow me, boys. This is how we're going to do it. Mm. Yeah, I thought it was a great or- origin series as well with mm. Queensland winning the first one, then Fittler coming out and make, making seven changes. And then the pressure was all on New South Wales. Yeah. Yep. And, gee, they, they stood up and they turned it around and the pressure was all on Queensland. And yep. I think it'd be fair to say most people before Origin 3 would have thought, oh, Queensland... We'll stick with them for 20 minutes and that's it. Yeah. Yep, but uh, it was a tremendous game. And uh, yeah, unlucky we lost, but that's what Origin's all about, isn't I it? I got my wish, though. I got my wish. My, my good buddy, Ethan Lowe. Um, yes. I, uh, I, I, I said it last week, you know, 18th man. I, I sort of was really wishing and hoping that um, he would get a crack off the bench. Because that was filmed on the Monday and yeah. Gillett went down on the Tuesday. Yeah. So as soon as I read that, I was thinking, oh, Mikko's got his, <laughs> yeah, got his got boy his... in. I thought you were going to say I've gone down and hopped on the well, plane and snipered him. <laughs> <laughs> not only that, he started and he go, he was a yeah. goal kicker yeah. and uh, and didn't miss one as well I and mean, made, what, 52 tackles. How how much yeah. pressure can what there a be? Freak. How much pressure can be put onto one person in one moment when, okay, not only getting a start in origin, which there's a pressure in itself that none of us here would probably ever understand. Um, but to then go, oh, by the way, um, you're starting and you're kicking as well. So, yeah, uh, yeah no, no pressure. Good luck, mate. Here's your jersey. Yeah, get out there and do your thing. And uh, like I said, I, I, I was really good mates with Ethan um, when he was up here at the Cowboys and was really sad to see him go. But I was also really excited to see him go too because I knew it was, you know. Well, he was going to be playing behind Hess up here. Yeah. Um, Greeny, I, I think there might have been a bit of a fallout without in anything oh, look, true to rumours or anything. But, um, you know, let's be honest, I think if he was up here, he would have been playing for the pride at the yeah. moment instead of Origin. So well, that's what all the commentators him. kept playing on, that's for yeah. sure. <laughs> they really know how to milk those little storylines. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he got out there and, uh, as Wade said, what, 52 tackles, nailed every goal like he'd been kicking for 50 years. Um, and, uh, yeah, he just... he just If, if Queensland had a one, I would no doubt... I mean... Do they still name a man of the match for the last game or do they just go straight to the Wally Lewis medal? I can't I, remember. I think it is man of the match and then Lewis medal would be man of the series. I don't know who got no. the man of the match. It probably could have even been Tedesco as well. But well, he had a pretty good Had Queensland have won, I think you would have seen Elo with his hands on the on the trophy. Yeah, he would have. I, I, I messaged him before the game and um, I think I messaged him about a minute after the game expecting a response straight away, but it didn't happen. <laughs> oh, he didn't have his phone on him? <laughs> no, he didn't have his phone what on him. What a snob. Yeah, but, and the other uh, 375 messages. Oh, I'm sure he <laughs> had and a rightly so too. Rightly so. Yeah. And I tell you what, I, like, it was quite funny seeing on the Stampede page how many people were just going, just, just 
And I don't mean to be to bagging on Greeny at all, but oh, they were just giving it to Greeny. Yeah. Ah, you let him go, you let him go. Oh, look, I, I put it down to the fact that he's gone to Souths with a clean mindset to go. Well, I need to work now to get get back onto that field and, and, and get in there. And he pretty and much went straight into the into, on, onto the bench as soon as he moved down there. And he's look, he's getting coached by one of the greatest. So I was just about to touch on that. Be, let's be honest, like he's got the probably best coach in the last thirty years. Yep, giving him guidance as well. So. And he's and he's running around with a couple of handy back rowers. That's like yeah. you know, Sammy Burgess and those kind of guys that uh, can really help him, or I think, take his game to a next level. And I, that won't be the last time you see uh, Lowy in uh, in an Origin jersey. And uh, as much as I'd like to say it, maybe one day, possibly in, in a Kangaroos jersey. Yeah, you know, I, I think the potential's there for it if he uh, keeps his head clean and uh, yeah, just keeps doesn't mean Kate keeps him in line. It'll be really <laughs> good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was disappointing uh, to obviously lose that one. But uh, it, it was a great game. It was one of those games that you could walk away. I walked away. You know, normally you walk away from Origin when you when your sides lost, picking on the oh, what about this or what about that. I didn't walk away from that game at all. Uh, I just went, hey, the boys, you know, could have quite easily got pumped on that one. You know, Lowe right. gets that charge down. Josh Josh Maguire scores that mm. first try. Uh, to bring him back to six, and then they score again. Papali goes straight through and scores that try, and it's a, it's game on. And Maguire's try, in my mind, is try every day of the week, but I just had this sick feeling. I <laughs> really thought they were going to no try that and say, nah, he's extended the elbow, it's double moving. I'm <laughs> See, I, did, I, I didn't think he extended all. It was all momentum. It was all me. momentum. It was lucky that he got tackled from behind. I think Cook, Cook pushed, pushed him. Yeah, pushed so, him through. But I just had this feeling that they were going to pull that one up, but... You know, at 20 to 8, you're thinking, geez, there's only 10 to go. I always believe till the final whistle will be in a Queenslander, but you're thinking, well, if we don't get over here, it's... And then they <laughs> did, and then, like you said, yeah, Lowy with the charge down was, oh, was quite great. exceptional. I was exhausted. Who, who does that? On debut as well, and you've already played, what, 75 minutes, your legs are burning, your lungs are burning. His legs would have been burning, and, lungs would have been burning after about five minutes. Yeah, and then... To come out and risky play, like that's six to go if it goes off wrong and get it and then still run another 20 after catching it. <laughs> well, the rest writes itself at that's 20 it. all, but... But sadly, the uh, record books, books will state that uh, New South Wales are the victors and they are now two in a row. Oh, good luck to them. Ah, hey, got to give them a chance. <laughs> got to give, give, give the other kids a chance every once in a while, otherwise they won't want to keep coming and playing. <laughs> Uh, enough about that, though. Enough about that. Let's um, let's talk about the game uh, on uh, obviously or from that from the remnants from that. Uh, Morgo uh, tried to take on Moose's elbow and lost. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yep. pretty badly. Um, I uh, very badly. That was sickening sights. Um, oh, yeah, twitching on the Worrying, ground. Wasn't yeah, it, you know, second concussion in only a matter of weeks. And, and and what did I say last week? Yeah, like it was one of, when when we were talking with Georgie last week about the HIA and that kind of stuff, and he was explaining to us how the Super League uh, has brought in the new rule now. If you've been um, HIA x amount of times, they won't renew your contract. Yeah. They won't they won't register you again. And um, and I've I, I raised the issue that Morgo is um, becoming a little bit more susceptible to to those head knocks now. I mean, he, he knows how to find them too. Like I was <laughs> touched on that 17 season. I think the last six games of that that uh, season where we, I think we lost all of them bar one. Yep. I don't think he finished a game in any of them. I could be wrong. Uh, Morgan's usually our stat man here. <laughs> He's just looking at me going, yeah, um, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but that's uh, that's telling times. Like he, he, he does know how to get uh, how to get knocked in the head and, you know, they've come out saying headgear, it won't protect it, it's your brain rattling inside your head. Mm. But 
I don't know, I think a bit of foam around my head would be a lot more better than nothing. Like, it'd <laughs> so. probably make you look better too, just quietly. But That's a lie. <laughs> you definitely only have so many head knocks in you, though, because oh, yeah. once you've had a couple, you, you lose the ability to actually take them in future. Without yeah. dipping back too much, and I'm sure everyone out there, if you're a new listener, you can go back and listen to some of the old episodes, especially last week's episode with Georgie, and Georgie really touched on it, that uh, the more and more you get, the more and more easier it becomes yep. to get them. Mm. And not only that, they're coming out now with all this evidence and studies and mm. you know, brain disease and things like that that they're starting to find out. So a worrying sign, and I think you're right, the NRL probably will eventually go down that path. Yeah. Um, if you've had a certain amount, you have to get a certain test to enable your contract to be, I guess, registered or renewed. I guess it comes down to an insurance thing as well. I, you know, I, I, I would assume, I, mean, I don't know how the league on that side of the world works when it comes to insurances, whether it's the club's responsibility or whether it's the league's responsibility or however it works um, but yeah I, I, you do get nervous when you see players of that calibre sort of getting you know, a few knocks here there and everywhere and um, you sort of you, you do get to worry you do worry about them a bit you know especially when you get to when you know them or you know and then you're in your team and you're supporting them you know you don't want to see those you don't want to you're not you want to see anyone get knocked yeah. out all the time but yeah. yeah yeah it's one of those but uh, obviously he missed out on um on uh, Sunday, you had something, Morgan? Is it going to be something that becomes a uh, an acceptable thing to pull out of a tackle if you think you're going to get a head knock? It's going to affect your, your life and your um, career earnings. I, I I don't think so. I think when you've got white line fever and you're out there in the, in the, the thick line, of it, yeah. Once you're declared safe to play, you're good to go. Yeah, I, and you know, like oh. like when you do cross the line and you are playing, it's... It's hard to go. Oh, not going to tackle him here. I'm a bit worried. Like you're you, either. You do see, and I think you've got a point there, though. You do see it with players when they come back from a knee injury or or something like that. They do get a little bit tentative on certain things. You know, I remember when 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 Mango first came back from his knee reconstruction, he was a bit tentative to step, mm. or you know, off that leg. I, I remember I remember talking to him about it, and he said he goes, "Yeah, just." Just not quite mentally right. Yeah, and I don't yeah. know if it was the 15 or 16 season, but everyone was giving Tamo a massive rubbing. Like, oh, why isn't he? He's backing in the line. He isn't. He isn't attacking the line or breaking the line as well. And everyone was up him. And well, mate, he's had neck surgery. Like, geez, if I've if I've had a neck surgery and I'm getting tackled by 120 kilo prop row forwards, of course, like you're going to be tentative. So yeah, yeah it's that psychological edge, but. Well, how how do I overcome a, that? It I makes a huge difference in your earnings because in the AFL, the um, Coniglio, he just had a knee injury and his next contract's all of a sudden gone from 1.2 mil a year down to about 400, 500. Yep. Yeah. So, and I'm sure that yeah. comes into it if you're injury prone or you're prone to, to head knocks and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I guess it's it's one of those things, gone to the days of our hard nut. Get back in there. Here's the magic sponge. Get back in there. and Back in. <laughs> But uh, so obviously Morgo sat out uh, on Sunday, which gave uh, Cliffo the red dog, uh, the big red dog, the big red dog, a, uh, the chance to uh, direct the team around the field and uh, just quietly um, did a pretty good job of it. Single handedly won a lot of fans over on Sunday. Oh yeah, well Wade, you got to call it. Yeah. So I mean, uh, for you, I mean, you would have got to see a lot more than you know than I guess the most because you're looking for a lot of that kind of stuff. But uh, did he? 
he he looked like he was when he when he was playing last year. That those games, those couple of games he had last year, where everyone was just going, "Oh, he's the next big thing." Yeah, and I think what we we have to remember is he's, he's still young. Yeah, uh, and he, you know, only a couple of years ago, he's playing under twenties and he was dominating there. And then even in Queensland Cup, he was dominating as well. Um, and and you know, only made his you know debut last year and has taken every opportunity when it's given been given to him. Mm. Uh, and I think sometimes we can unfairly put a lot of pressure mm. on a guy that young. Um, but but. I think he's just been doing his thing, and then on Sunday he stepped up and and actually took control, and and he looked confident. Yep. Um. I think that that's the one thing I noticed that they look confident. His involvement in the game, he got involved early on. He's got a massive boot on him, like he can, oh, he, he, can yeah. kick, he, he, he he kicked us out of trouble there a couple of times. Yeah. Um. And he put a fair bit of pressure, um, on the back uh, with Joseph Manu, the, the the fullback. So, uh, yeah, I think he had a tremendous game. Uh, it was it was great to see, and the field goals that one he attempted. He was having a crack 35-40 out. You yep. know what I mean? And that's, that's, a, that's a big thing that if you get into that zone and you know you've got someone who can, who can whack it. The one that eventually won it for him, it was ugly, yeah. but oh, yeah. it, it got the point. Yeah, but, I, only but, saw the re- I only saw the footage of the kick the other day on, on face. Yeah, I didn't realise that he hit the post. No, it no, looked, no, 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 it, 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 it swung, swung like Beckham. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it looks like, like, like swing I'm, on it. Because yeah. I, 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 I sadly didn't get to listen to your call because where I was, I couldn't, couldn't get the Triple M call, but I was listening to Grandstand, and um, they said it was an ugly kick. But then when I looked at the when I saw the footage on Facey, it was like it looked like it literally looked like it was going, it was curling out, and it looked like it hit the post and then spat back so. that way. Yeah. Well, he had what three attempts, and it was held and wing two down oh, there. Gosford wasn't always it? does yeah. though. Gosford yep. always Ed. does. You got that open end on the sea, on the ocean there, and it blows straight in. Was that the way? But he was kicked no. I, I can't recall which way he, they he said kicked on, into it. But on the radio, they yeah, said that they had the wind at their back. That yeah. that one on on that second half, they had the wind at their back, but it dropped down a little bit. But um, yeah, it's yeah. If you're running towards the ocean, it's open at that end. So yeah, similar, yeah that's, that's Goss was a similar too. setup for those that haven't seen Gosford or didn't get to watch the game. It's very similar s- setup in the sense of uh, it's like a horseshoe of uh, grandstand, sort of like what New Stadium yeah, be yep. like here. Um, and uh, yeah, but it's right on the ocean, and it blows a gale, absolute Hooks howler. It oh yeah! And the first two attempts he had as well, like you said, they were about thirty-five, forty out, which good effort. But it's gone either side of the upright. Yeah, he's only just missed. All so, the- so on the third one, I don't know. With that swing, I reckon he's corrected himself. Yeah. So in that heat of the moment, I mean. Or it could have been a fluke kick, but I reckon he's actually too. planned on. Yep, this is going to go left to right, so I've got to aim out left, and it's and it's hooked back around. So. And he got hammered too. It was under. It wasn't like it was a clean, yeah. open. Yeah. Hence, the, I guess the ugliness of the kick. But he got hammered after yeah. that. Too. I, I, I just hope after that game, he, he takes that confidence into in, into mm. this week, and, and rightly so because he's a talented kid. Yeah, he's a good footy yep. player. Um, it was yeah, as we know. It was Cooper's three hundred, which was even better. Yeah, that, that for the Cowboys to beat the reigning premiers. I thought for, Coops would have brought the Rats tail back. Just <laughs> <by way. laughs> Made his debut in two thousand and six, yeah. eh, Coops? Um, but yeah, had the old Rats tail back then. But I, I, I just couldn't be more happier for a bloke like him. You know, in his three hundredth game, yeah. and and um, you know, like it was a, a a real team performance. And in the second half, the Roosters really gathered momentum. Yeah, There's a couple of times, even though they were six up, I thought I, I just couldn't. How are we going to swing this? Yeah, how we, where's how are we the points t- coming? Yeah, yeah. yeah it only, it, but it was only six points. But um, but yeah, it was one of the kicks that I think it was Joseph Manu who knocked it on, and then the Cowboys had the ball and score, and then game on. I got to ask you though, Wade, how do you control Nico when that kind of moment happens? Because 
He gets very excited. Yeah. Oh, like um, <laughs> one thing about Nico is you won't find a more passionate bloke about oh, yeah. the Cowboys. Like if 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 you're looking for a non-biased call, don't listen to us. <laughs> like that, that, let's let's be honest. You, like tune into maybe ABC or something like that. Like we call the Cowboys call team for a reason. That's it. And, and and like I'll try and call it a little bit non-biased, but you know we often say you know like if it's sort of sort of you know fifty fifty, it's more like. 90-10 yeah. or 60-40. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like so, so yeah. You, and and uh, he's got his he's got his teams that he uh, that he has a distinct dislike, and that it's changed over the years. Uh, the hand of foreign caused it to be manly yep. for a few uh, a little bit. Lucky he then, wasn't calling then, with TP then. Eh? Yeah, that's <laughs> right. And then and then then there was. Um, Cronulla, the seven tag, yep. and, and he couldn't get a, couldn't get over Cronulla there for a little while, yep. uh, and then it moved on to the uh, to the Broncos. But but I think now we've just worked out that it's any team that the Cowboys are playing, yep. he has a distinct <laughs> dislike for. Good on but him. no, no, you won't find a more passionate bloke. Um, uh, serious I, I, for, I do, I do for the Cowboys. The he's been. I, I don't. I think he's. You know, he has been a member, a season ticket holder. Even though he gets to sit in the box, he's still a season ticket holder yep. since day dot since ninety five. Well, he was wow. also. He's also the the chairman of the Cowboys community. I don't know yeah, what he still is. Yeah, no, it was for years. Yeah, yeah he was yeah, for a long yeah. time. I know I did a couple of fundraisers yeah. for him uh, as a MC it and yep. um, got to chat to Nico a bit on stage about it and that kind of stuff. He is. He is. He is. Well, I'm not going to say one eye, but he is—he bleeds blue and yellow. There's no arguing about that. You think you ble- bleed blue and yellow? <laughs> this man bleeds blue and yellow. I, I, remember, I remember once we, f- we finished the call and, and it'd been one of those sort of spiteful games that the Cowboys played Cronulla. And, um, and at full time, the Sharks had just beaten us. And... Um, and you could see him, and he was like, his face was red. He was seething. <laughs> and, and, and I said, and at the end, you go, the Sharks are beating the Cowboys 16 points to 10. And I stop, and he's supposed to jump in. And then I looked across, and he was just red and couldn't say a word. <laughs> and I just said, well, take a break and be back in just a few minutes. <laughs> and he slams down the headset. He goes, oh, I'm so mad. <laughs> And, oh, I geez, said, you think? and I said, don't you ever do that to me again. I, and then that's probably about the only time we've had... Uh, but he was filthy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but, that, but that's the sort of... That's the sort of um, but I love it. I, 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 think it's, I think it's wonderful. I mean, if yeah, it's, it's, it's wonderful to, to, to call with a bloke with that much passion. And yep. same, we, we, you know, we've been able to... Uh, since I've been doing it over this, on the sideline, we've been, had some wonderful... You know, like you could call them characters, but yep. foot, they've been some of the great footy players. It's been wonderful. We've had, you know, over the years, uh, you know, Georgie Gaddis, who was on your show last week. We've had Daniel Strickland, Shane Muspratt, Matty Bowen's been on there, a few t- Aaron Payne, uh, Glenn Hall. Now we've got Ray Thompson. Uh, who Ray's yeah. great. Ray worked with me a little bit before you pinched him from me. He was helping me up in the <laughs> yeah. captain's lounge. And then all of a sudden he goes, I can't help you anymore, Mick. I'm, on, I'm, I'm doing sideline. I went, yeah, well. Screw you. No, <laughs> uh, he has a brilliant knowledge of the game. Oh, yeah. And it, quite often you see him on the sideline, he, he can't sit down. He just stands up and he's bouncing around and jumping around because he's, you know, he played in the halves. He's got that halfback mind. He can see things yep. that, that up in the box that I, I can't see. One, because um, he's got a different perspective on the sideline, but two, just he can read the game. Yeah, uh, so much, so much better than that. He does chime in, like because we 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 play it in the captain's lounge. Once once I finish doing my my gig up there, we turn the turn you guys on uh, on 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 the radio, so everyone can if that anyone wants to sit inside during the game can hear it, and. Um, he does seem to really nail some of those little. Uh, yeah. You know, and, uh, I can't even think of the word, but analytics, is that the word? Yeah. Is that the word I'm looking for? Yeah, yep. he really nails those. Like, and, it, and it is really good. Like, I'm a bit biased because I work with him. Uh, he was helping me up in the captain's lounge, like I said, but uh, he, he knows his stuff and he, he, it just rattles off. 
He just rolls well, off his head. One, one of us three has to know this stuff, <laughs> so <laughs> that's, that's good. But no, he's, he's, he's terrific to work with. Um, and he, he, this is his second year, and, yep. uh, and he's just picked it up brilliantly. And um, yeah, and a great guy as well, as you, as you know, working with him. He's yep. just one of the good guys. He is, he's a genuine bloke, and he always says a lot. He, he's happy to say hello to everybody and anybody. It's like... I stirred him up the last game I was there and asked him for his autograph and he just looked at me. But <laughs> it was one of those things. Hey, you're famous now. You're on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> you made it. You might have to get him on the show one week. One oh, he'd be, he'd be, oh, he'd be, a, sure. he'd be a wonderful guest. They're, it, like him and it, like him and Nico get on really well. I, I was at the club there a couple of weeks ago and there'd been you know, the few buys and he hadn't seen Nico. He goes, you know what? I really miss him. I'm looking forward to seeing him. And that's because <laughs> there's about 30-something years difference between the two blokes. But, uh, yeah, they, they get on really good. And it's a, it, it's a, they, they're good guys, both of them. So for, for you, like as you said, you, you're, you're very cowboy-aligned with your calls and that kind of stuff. But how is it? how hard is it for you, obviously, when you go into these games to you – know, what's, what's your, what's your build-up to a game for you? I mean, while, we, while we're talking about calling and that kind of stuff, for you, you, for you obviously, every week – you know, you've got to sit there and prep and that kind of stuff. What, what's, what's your week sort of entail going into a game? Yeah, I think you just try and, um, during the week, just try and follow the stories of what's happening during the week. You make sure you you know what uh, who's in and out of the side. Um, um, and and then as the as the game gets closer, if, if the Cowboys, say, for example, they're playing uh, the Rabbitohs this weekend, you might watch the Rabbitohs, who they played last week, um, because what's really important is... and. Over the years, it becomes easier because, yep, you have to learn the numbers in terms of the names, but if you can pick them by sight, and some players have a very distinct run or image or, or, or you know, features, yep. facial structure, whatever, it, it becomes so much easier. So you see the Cowboys play every week, so that's, that's easy. You don't need numbers there. But then for those teams, and the teams that sometimes the Cowboys play three times a year, you know, whether like Broncos or Storm or yeah. Cronulla, they just become easier and easier because you don't have to really memorise the, the numbers, if that but makes sense. I guess it's probably also easier for the fact that Brisbane are always on television on a Friday night yeah. too. So yeah. I guess. <laughs> but yeah, like if you... Ding, ding. If, yeah. And then, and then, and then you, you, you research some of the stats, not, not, not like in depth, but it's always good to know, um, you know, the more stats you sort of know. And it comes from probably when I first started... I wasn't doing the play-by-play call. I was doing the sort of the the, the co-calling, which technically I should have played NRL to do. Is that's, yep. that's what tradition. So what I did is I made sure I like I, I just like learned stats like it was going out of fashion because any comment I made about a player, I would always try and yep. back it up by 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 a stat. And I just find if you know that, you're able to. Um, add lib a little bit more easier if that makes sense. Yep, no, definitely. So, it does yeah, to me. And I it becomes a bit more comfortable and a bit more bit more flying. And then you learn these little tricks that you pick up that if you see a player and you go, who the hell is that? For whatever reason, you can sort of add a bit of, you know, like, oh, the Rabbitohs making good ground here and Matt Scott, good tackle there. And um, that was a good run by George Burgess. You know what I mean? Yep. I, but when you finally realise who it is. Yep. So uh, no, you, you learn the little tricks to fill well, a, a little bit. So, yep. yeah. So you don't go, who the bloody hell is that? All yeah. right. Do, got- you ever, do you ever get... Queen, uh, keen to just throw out a few things like a Ray Warren at all like that. Have you ever been called? I will crunch into Apple. Oh, not, not, not like him. But you do sometimes listen back and like, um, you're like, where did that come from? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like you just, yeah. I, I don't know, I don't know what it is. It, it, but you get it like, uh, you just get in the moment and you get excited, and then it just, it just comes out. And I think the key thing is. Um, and I think with any caller is that you hear different callers and everyone's got their own uh, style. And yeah. I think that's 
that's the thing you need to have your own unique style yep. and just be yourself. Like um, you can you can listen to different callers and go, oh, I like how they do that, but you should never try in my mind to try yep. and uh, imitate them if that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, I think if the more authentic and real you can be when you when you're doing anything, the more um, I think engaging it becomes. Yeah, I always liked Ray Hadley, how he always called the, the back road the wing three-quarter. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, That is to Katoni Staggs, the wing three-quarter there for Brisbane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but he commentates a rugby league game like he's horse racing. It's, but, but, it's and, unbelievable. But that's, uh, well, I, I think that's the thing, and you saw it there, is that radio and TV commentating is completely different. Yeah, because yeah, like he didn't, he didn't cry. Like, I, I didn't mind listening to Ray Hadley when he was on 2GB, I think it was, or 2UE, whichever one he was yeah. on. Mm. Um, but when he started doing some calling for Channel 9, I really started to dislike his calling because it's like he was still calling as if he was on the two, radio. Two very distinct styles. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the thing. Uh, people watching TV, you've got the images there. Yeah. You don't have to say they're 10 in from touch 40 yeah. metres out at all because we, we know that. Yeah, and, yep. and we know sort of who's running, or, or you. So it, you, you probably. It, I, I think it's harder to call good for TV oh, than it, it is be. for radio. It would be because yeah. you really have to judge your pace and your flow yep. so much more than in radio. And yep. then when you're walking the dog list into radio, like you said, you couldn't get Triple M last week, and you you listen to Grandstand, and I thought I reckon Andrew Moore's a great caller when it comes to he wasn't calling that game. Foot, no, I think no. he was actually. I think it was somebody else because he's always with Elliot. Yeah, with Matty Elliot. But um, the commentators and everyone's going off, going, "Oh yeah, they're making a break. They're right in." And you go, "And playing at twenty meters out front." And go, "What? I thought we're like a mill from the try line." Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's the other thing too, right? Is is you equally got to judge your, your your tempo and how excited you're getting in radio because yeah you don't want to be like like going nuts when yeah. they're half they, they're just yeah, crossing yeah. the halfway line yeah you, you can if they're like making 20 meters a hit yep. or something yep. like that but uh yeah you really got to be um on to how you judge your tempo and you and how excited you do or don't get all right i'll quickly touch on i, I we've we've we're not following rob's Playlist oh. very well here, but it doesn't really matter. Rob's so not here, I'll quickly, man. I'll quickly touch on um, just the stat, the the scoreline for obviously for the Cowboys. Have you got that up there, Morgan? Score for Cowboys? Yeah, please. We're really flash this week. Rob's going to get really upset with us when we don't have it back next week. <laughs> it was fifteen uh, to twelve from memory. Yeah, fifty. It was definitely fifteen twelve. Uh, Cliffo scored first, I do believe, from memory. Um, there you go. Look at that. Here we go. I got it right here. The stat oh, man's been dusted. <laughs> He's been dusted. Uh, so, uh, Jakey Clifford uh, scored uh, 14 minutes in. Oh, look, that's on the big screen now. I can read that. I don't have any glasses. Um, uh, then John Yassiata, the head chef, uh, scored in the 68th minute. Uh, what a try by the chef. Yeah. Uh, Kahu kicked one. Jake kicked one. One penalty goal to Jake. And obviously that uh, fantastic field goal at the end. It's not often you see in the field goal column, except for... Probably Brisbane Warriors on Saturday. Yeah, zero one three. one from three and zero from yeah. three attempts. Like it's usually you don't you, often see that. And you, you, you know, and it, so it was six nil at half time. So the boys were, you know, it was it was a tough game for them from what I could gather. I mean, obviously not being able to watch it, but from hearing it, it definitely was. Uh, Jake Friend uh, making welcome a, back, welcome back. Uh, 
Uh, handy, handy player to come off the bench. <laughs> not the worst. <laughs> not the worst, but not that Victor Radley hasn't been an adequate no. replacement. He'll go far, I reckon. Obviously, you, you can see that from the Roosters' point of view. Jake Friend scored in the 51st. Brett Morris scored in the 59th. That's when my heart started jumping out of my chest a little bit because it was just like, you know, we're, we're leading all the way up to 10 minutes into that second half and then they just go and bang, bang on us. And I'm just like, oh, oh no, here dear. we go. But, uh, yeah, they had uh, 14,668, which is a great, great crowd for, crowd. for the Gosford, uh, Gosford there. And I did in, say it last fact, week. that's I, actually a great crowd for, at the moment, really any rugby league game. Yeah. Look, I just want to make it clear that I did say last week that the Cowboys do like playing at, at, uh, yeah. at Gosford. Yeah, uh, go to the tape. Yep. Morgan, have you got the tape up on that? <laughs> <laughs> Just making sure you did say I that. did say yeah. it. I, don't, I think I said it about three times, just just between yeah. you and me. But uh, um, but yeah, look, it was it was a, a great game of footy overall. I think from from anyone that's a you know that watched State of Origin, then watched the Cowboys game, even though the you know the Maroons lost, two good games of footy. Mm. If they were your teams to follow, you know? yeah. I mean, I think the whole weekend was pretty pretty good weekend. You know, like the Warriors Broncos. Warriors game. Broncos. Now, can I touch on that? I was going to touch on it a little bit later because I want to talk about how games are finished. Yeah, right. So I do want to talk right. about that, obviously, with uh, with the cricket and the tennis and all that kind of stuff. It seems to be the, the hot topic at the moment across all media, so I, I will touch on that very shortly. But before I jump into that, obviously, we'll, we'll wrap up that on, on, on that game. But uh, the boys overall, I guess, everyone's thoughts on that. They It was a gritty win. Um, Much we, needed. And we did say that it was a game that was definitely needed, I think, to, to get that momentum going for that, uh, to, to, to bring it home, for, you know, to try and... Well, we're only just out of the eight now. Yeah. You know, we're basically... I think it's one one win out of the eight. Is that right? Yep. So we'll yeah. Yeah, the eighth is on 18, and, yeah, we're sitting yeah. we're sitting there on 16. And look at Penrith now. Georgie, as he touched on last week, you just get a team like a Cowboys throwing a little three, four-game winning streak together <laughs> really puts us in the mix now. Look at Penrith. They were sitting 15th six weeks ago. Yeah. They're now 8th. So it just goes to show that you just show up. doesn't matter who you're playing ahead. Uh, you look at the run coming in for over the next five weeks or so, and, yep, they're all top eight teams. And, oh, how are we going to get a win there? Well, how do you win the comp if you're not going to play top eight teams anyway? So That's you got to play them at some stage and yep. take a few scalps while you're doing it. Finish somewhere. I don't think top four is doable for us, but uh, anywhere from fifth downwards, fifth to eighth, and it's it's fair game. Yeah, well, look, I mean, it's it's really starting to tighten up a lot on the, on the table too. I mean, you look at those points. I mean, obviously Melbourne's sort of starting to streak away a little bit, but when don't they at this time of the year? Um, you know, then you know, but then it starts to bunch up pretty quickly in that middle section. There, I mean, you, you top two, top three, four, I guess. Uh, even then, they're still not that far apart, it, really, when you look at it. Like like I said, Melbourne's really streaked away. They're three wins ahead of South. But you get into that, you know, Newcastle, Penrith are on 18 points. Then it's got then then there's three teams on 16 points, Cronulla ourselves and West Tigers. New Zealand and Brisbane are on 15. St. George are on 14. Canterbury are on 12. And Gold Coast are on 10. So technically, Gold Coast are in, in last place. Look, the way they're playing at the moment, I don't think it's going to make it. They're still they're, mathematical. They're four. They're only four <laughs> wins. They're only four wins from the eight. I mean, it, it is. It's a really, really tight run. The from thing. The thing that scares me with the Cowboys there sitting in tenth though is the neg fifty seven in points differential. Yeah. Um. Obviously, two points is is critical. It, we got to you got to win first. But I think the boys now need to go right. Oh well. Yep. We've won. Say come out against South this weekend. You. For whatever reason, there's an anomaly, been... and they're twenty-four nil up. 
don't take your foot off the throat. You've got to win by 50. Would that have been why they took the penalty right at the end of the game? Maybe. Bit of extra points, because maybe. I don't know what was going through your head, Wade, when you're calling oh. the game, but I'm sitting there going, why? Tap no, it and take, take it out. Take the, yeah, take the tap and... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because all I could think of was, was... I was thinking, don't hit the upright. Yeah. Roosters are going to streak away. Latrell's going to take it off the upright or crossbar or it doesn't go dead and they've run the field and Cowboys lose did the anyone, unlosable. <laughs> did, anyone, did anyone do a Ray Price and turn around and face the goal and do the praying mantis waiting for the ball to come off the crossbar or anything like that? Oh, I no. didn't see it, but yeah. You, you, yeah. I, I certainly thought when, when they pointed towards the uprights to take the two, I'm like, please boot the hell out of this. Yeah. Uh, or, or yeah, yeah, I would have preferred to take the tackle. But anyway, they got the two extra points and uh, yeah. and got away with a good win. Did you so, see the size of the replay screen? At the other end, <laughs> the ball almost went over it. He did not miss. He got a fair piece of it. <laughs> fair burn on him too. Oh, but hey, look, uh, just quickly, I uh, got the postman's goat. Um, bit of feedback. Uh, Jaron Davey uh, he said he's ah oh, the JD. He's loving the listen at the moment, and he's a massive fan. Uh, he is. I'm, I'm guessing he's uh, he obviously one of our uh, subscribers. He and is. I will say to everyone out there that does listen to us, make sure you subscribe. Then it automatically uploads onto your phone. Jaron actually, um, I work with his. Uh, they're not married, but I'll say wife, Vanessa. And She's uh, still the one that pulls the strings? Is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. <laughs> they're, they're a good couple, good good, good, good kids. Um, Jaron was listening to us uh, last Tuesday or something. He sent me a text going, this is a really good listen, really great. Can't believe it. It's, it's good, good listening. Get to work the next day. Vanessa is just into me. Don't you ever tag him in that again. I don't need to listen to your voice while I'm going to bed and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, uh, yeah, he's he's quite a fan of the of the on the ranch. Uh, Kate Corner, she uh, once again said a great listen. Now, for those who know, Kate Kate's uh, helped out Pistol a couple of times uh, on the spot. She also wrote a good little story on the uh, Cowboys webpage uh, about uh, the boys laying the grass. Yeah, Adrian Vowles was on. Yeah, yeah, and she wrote that story, so it was a good little read. That one it actually remind you. Know, I remember sliding down the hill. Um, <laughs> Probably where Valsy laid that grass, and uh, I remember having to wrap myself in my uh, big Cowboys flag from that game uh, to walk back to the car because my clothes were covered in mud. Just covered. Yeah. Kate. Kate's also um, on a bit of a netball post. She's a massive netball fan, and yep, she got a netball uh, podcast as well as she. Uh, yeah, she has a podcast that she's on with that. So if you're checking it out, um, get on the netball pod, and it uh, wraps up and previews all the World Cup games. So Australia's playing. Uh, the finals and everything, uh, their scheduling and all that, they're on, I think it's nine gem or something like that. So, yep. yeah, hopefully the uh, the Diamonds, they are the Diamonds, aren't they, in the netball team? Pretty sure they're the Diamonds. Uh, I don't watch enough. I should watch enough netball, but I don't. I'm hopefully not, uh, they can right. bring home the, the World Cup. Yeah, because the rest of us have other things haven't, which we'll, we'll uh. touch on a little bit later. But, uh, but uh, yeah, look, it, it was definitely uh, – how would you go on your tips this week from last week? I can discuss that at tipping time. Okay, all right. I always wanted to let you know because I got it, six. It wasn't good, but the tab paid out. Yeah, I, I went all right. I got six, and that includes the the, the Broncos Warriors game. It mm. uh, ESPN was nice and went halvesies. And gave everyone a, gave it gave everyone the point, which was nice of them because they don't give you the, the the obviously they don't give you the draw options. So uh, we'll, we'll, I guess we'll talk about that a little bit later on as well. Let's uh, talk about uh, the game coming up this Saturday night. Round what are we? What, what round are we up to? Round eighteen. Eighteen, uh, and uh, taking on the Rabbitohs here at One Three Hundred Smile Stadium, which means I've got work. 
Yeah, yeah what, what are you doing? You Captain's the, Lounge? Captain's or? Lounge, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. be there. I'll, um, Wadey, you'll be floating around? Yeah, yeah. we'll be... Yeah. Uh, we you'll be there early this week too, aren't you? You're doing the, yeah. the, the touch footy touch again? Touch footy, yeah. Yep, yep. Don't forget come up to there. give on the ranch a bit of a plug while you're <laughs> out there <laughs> as well. Yeah. <laughs> nice, yeah. We can do that. <laughs> I don't think the sponsors or anyone will have any dramas by... I know your oh, boss. It's all about it's all about cash for comment. No problems <laughs> at all. And don't worry about it. Nick. Nico loves a shout out. I'm oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, he loves a shout out. So we we will. We He'll will probably give a be shout dirty out. that we didn't invite we him will. on. Oh, mate, you could, I'm sure you'd be more than happy to come on. We'd, at, we'd be able uh, to get four. We'd be able to get four episodes out of that one. Oh. Imagine, <laughs> imagine that. if we keep getting the the guests back, like just one night only. Get <laughs> Nico, Wayne, oh. Georgie. Morgan, uh, just, I'll, I'll, just I'll, a room full. I don't know. We'll have I'm to just, probably build a bigger I'm room. On the, on the ranch, all stuff. There, <laughs> there is a new studio. Don't worry, there is things in the works about stuff like that. But we'll, I'll talk to you about like that a little it. bit later We're on. We're going to need off, a bigger boat. Like <laughs> <laughs> but uh, obviously, um, we're taking on the Rabbitohs. It's going to be a look. I'm not going to lie. It's going to be a tough game. I mean, uh, even though the boys got up over against the Roosters uh, last weekend, that. Was I mean I'm not going to take anything away from the Roosters. They did have a couple of players out. I'm not saying that our play, boys didn't. You can only play what's ahead yeah, of you. Very true. Um, the Rabbitohs though are on paper are always a strong side. Well, going through from fullback there, you've got Adam Duahi. Uh, actually, waiter, you can probably do this. Give you a good bit of practice for <laughs> for Saturday night because <laughs> I've I've just struggled with their fullbacks last name. <laughs> <laughs> I would too, actually. <laughs> I think you did pretty well on that one. Pistol onto the gun, isn't it? Do- is uh, that right? Anyway, the wingers, Dane Gagai and uh, Braden Byrne. No, uh, Campbell Graham. Uh, the centres, James Robertson, Braden Burns. The halves, Cody Walker and Adam Reynolds. Up front, Tavita Totola. Damian Cook, the hooker, Dean Britt. Uh, the other front rower, the second rower, John Sutton, Ethan Lowe. Cameron Murray locks a scrum on the bench. Tom Amone, is that right? I Mark, think so. Mark Nichols, Jaden Sewer and Kyle Turner. Um, yeah. Awesome. And uh, Wayne Bennett, the coach. So yeah. looking looking at that, they, they do have a bit of strike on... The speed out of dummy half, and I mean, you've you've touched on Damien Cook's speed in the I, past. I do have like you. You've got your you've got your Sandor Earl. I I, I got to admit, I do have a uh, a bit of a thing for Damien Cook at the moment. He uh, he's uh, I would love to see him in Cowboys colours. No, oh, you think <laughs> nothing against Jakey, <laughs> nothing against Jakey G. I mean, I love Jakey G, but I tell you what, Damien Cook, he just. Goes. From humble beginnings as well. Yeah. Like worked and scraped to get to where he is. You've also got speed with James Roberts there in the centre. So Jimmy the Jet. Jimmy the Jet. Um, which gay guy turns up? The South's gay guy or the Origin gay guy? I, I, I think Origin gay guy will show up because he didn't have the best game in game three. And um, he'll be out to prove a point. Yep. Uh, he, just, he just seems to be that kind of guy that... When he has a bad game, he doesn't shy into his shell. He sort of comes out. Comes out. Sometimes that can be a bad thing for him, though. He he ha- can be prone to um, to handling errors. I find when he does go too hard and tries yep. too much, um, so that could be a good thing for us, though. And um, looking looking at their engine room, I mean, Tavita Totola, Darren Dean Britt, no no Burgess boys. I mean. It, I, it, I can't keep up. Is it George or Tom that got the nine week suspension? Either way, but um, and Sam's obviously still out with that uh, shoulder uh, clean out or recon, whatever you want to call that. So, look, they're look being a bit one eyed. I mean, Cowboys. You, you see Maguire, McLean up front. You've got the the milestone man Cooper, and you've got the whole clocking the scrum and Shane Wright. Well, he's obviously got some something up his sleeve to keep Cohen Hess on the bench. 
Oh, look, I don't think it's so but, much that he's got something up his sleeve. He's just playing good footy. Yeah. He's, but, but he's I mean, doing you, what he needs to be doing. You yeah. look at that engine room and, look, I'm, I'm giving the marks to the Cowboys on that one over the over the yep. Rabbitohs. Yeah, so. look, I'm not going to Can anyone answer me this? And Morgan, here's a, here's a challenge for you, mate. Dean Britt. Any relation to Darren Britt? There you go. Whether oh, it's like a dad or an uncle or something like that. I'm showing my age a little bit here, but I saw the name there and got a little bit, you know. I almost time. called him Darren Britt. Yeah. <laughs> I did too. And I'm like, yeah. That's fair enough too. <laughs> Dean, Darren, same, yeah. isn't it? I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm curious to know. Well, look, I think age-wise, it probably wouldn't be a surprise if it's, yep. if it's a son or yeah, could be a son of Darren Britt. There you go. Oh, there you go. There you go. I'll see it. how easy it is when Morgan's actually in the studio for the night. <laughs> you don't we, keep to... a, we keep asking him, but he never responds oh, to us. So. He texts me his random ones during the week. So I listen to it on Thursday. I'll get this thing on a Friday or a Saturday. Oh, blah, blah, blah. I go, what the? Oh, that's right. He's listening. That's a fact. Well, never Some fact finding. You're starting to see that now, obviously, at that stage. It's at that stage now where you're starting to see, like, I mean, obviously, I, I you know, I, I, I grew up watching footy in the 80s and, and, and obviously on from there, but you're starting to see a lot of these names. The father-sons, the, father the pierces, sons, the yeah, queries. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, obviously, I mean, like, even uh, Gary Freeman's, Young yep. fellas playing for the Blackhawks now and, and, and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, it, it, I still give Gary a bit of a bit of a hard time about it because he's, his son's a dead set the ranger. wizard. He's a ranger. <laughs> so, <laughs> not that that's a problem. No, I'm not complaining about his, his really, really good little uh, good hooker. So, um, you know, plays in those mm. kind of posies and that. So, it, I, I get excited about seeing those names starting yeah, to pop up again. You know, it, it's... It's at that time, you know, where where they're starting to come through. I mean, even you know, Sirenin in there on the reserves, yeah. Bailey Sirenin. I'm curious to know. Yeah, and then looking at the uh, the Cowboy lineup there as well, you've got Drinkwater uh, at the custodian role. You've got Felton, Taluagi, uh, the debutante. Yeah, on got, on both wings. I got to interview uh, Murray uh, up in the ca- uh, captain's lounge whoa, pretty early on in the season, and I tell you what, <clears throat> he he will. He will go far just from a men- mental mentality point of view. He's just such a genuine bloke. He uh, very humble. Uh, I mean, like usually that heritage is pretty common, um, but uh, yeah, he uh, he <laughs> been drinking. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I'm I'm really happy to see him in there. You know, he's a big boy. Yeah, yeah. he's well, tall. Like I I I didn't do a lot of research before he came into my because I I found out literally about half an hour before he came up that he that I had him for the night. Up there, and uh, I picked him for a second row. Yeah, right. I seriously picked him for a second row because he's tall. Well, very tall. Bit of bit of um, height and speed then, and well, he comes in because of the injured JK Geordie. He's out with a yep. fractured eye socket, so Bowen shifts into into the centres alongside Opacek, and then uh, the halves as the head chef Asiata and Clifford. So Clifford up against Reynolds. I mean, two big games in two weeks. He took down Cronk last week, and yeah. I reckon he's got it over Reynolds. I think you'll see the start of the rise of of Jake. It, it'll take a season or two, and you've got to be patient with that. I mean, he's got the biggest shoes in rugby league history to fill, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I know you had the King and 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 a few others, and Joey Johns and and whatnot. And Knights never really recovered after Joey Retired, left left yeah. the uh, left the region. So. Jake, he's got big shoes to fill, but give him a season or two, and I reckon you know he's got all the potential. And we all claim him as a superstar, and why not take Dan Reynolds this week? Oh, look, I, and I think 
Look, I, I think Jake's the kind of player where he doesn't really care who's on the other other side, who's wearing the same number as him on the other team. He he's the kind of guy who's very seems to be a very focused kid, um, in the sense of he goes, I've got a job to do, I'm going to go and do them. I'm going to do my job. I don't care what the other guy is doing. You know? I, I love his confidence. Sometimes it's not the best, but uh, running the ball on the fifth, you don't see too many people. I mean, yeah, you probably could grab that he's one in the end goal. Grubber it in the in goal there, Jakey. But now you see something and take it on and right. Oh, we'll hand over two out from the lines. Not the worst thing that can happen, but you yeah. still. I got to agree with you with our forwards though. I, I, it's pretty strong. And then you look at the bench. Yeah, <laughs> you got Hess, Scott, and Bolton all coming off, and then Francis Molo. Like he's been leaps and bounds as we touched on last week as well. Like that is a that's a strong strong bench, strong bench. and even even that engine room on. I mean, Johnny Sutton's good. Ethan Lowe, you know, Cameron Murray, their origin players. Uh, but, yeah, looking at that, Maguire and McLean locking, uh, sorry, in the up front, and then you've got Scotty and uh, Molo coming off the bench. That's that's going to be a... Now, everyone says that we're not going to do much and the Rabbitohs are going to have us this week, but, geez, on paper, this is this is shaping up to be a slobber knocker. I've got to ask you the question here, Wade. You can see it there. Morgo's named at number 18 in the reserves. Chances do you think he's going to play? Oh, I, I don't think so. I, I think after that, what's it been now? Like a, it'd be a week and a half, basically. I, yeah. I think. I think. Me personally, I think. I hope they rest him another another yep. week. That it was his second head knock in a yeah, matter of two weeks. weeks. Yeah, yeah, two and, two and, weeks. And and, yeah. and as we saw, it was when he was on the floor there. At yeah, and he was he was twitching. It, bad. it, it, it didn't. It didn't. Yeah. It did look bad. So yeah. I, I would hope they um they yeah he he spends another week on the sideline to make sure. He is um, definitely right to go because uh, you don't want to risk another. No, you know as we talked about earlier in this show, any the more knocks you have, the the easier it is yeah. to, to for it, for it to become worse and worse very quickly. Um, and I think Johnny Asiata and Jake Clifford, like we said, did the job last week well mm. and truly. Um, and um, yeah, I think they I give them every chance and more against the Rabbitohs on Saturday night. Hypothetically, if Morgo is right to play and he passes the test, and Greeny says, "Yep, you're in." He's he's going into the five eighth role. Let's be honest. So Asiata, who misses out in that lineup? Like Shane Wright is is starting. So you would think that out of everyone on that bench, I think Hess drops out and Asiata goes back to the fourteen role. Yeah, that's what I would be. Thinking. Not not the worst headache in the world to have as a coach at the know, moment. Yeah, I wouldn't know what to do. I, you know, I, I, I don't think you really can wouldn't. get rid of Shane Wright. He played tremendous yeah. against the Roosters. Yeah. And he's starting for a reason, so yep. yeah. Who, who, and as far as I'm concerned, you can't leave Milo out of the team. He's he's going on leaps and bounds. I'll put this to you though, but and, and I, I don't disagree with you. But um, having Hess in there, if if you get an injury to to one of your centres uh, or, or even a winger, you can sort yeah. of slot Hess like he did. Yeah. He played sort of in the centre when when, when Jordan. Yeah, because I got I got I got to be honest. I, I I can see where you're going with that because I can't see like Johnny. Johnny's Mister Fix It in the forwards and and in the halves, but I can't really see Johnny playing. Uh, well, here's one for you then. All right. <laughs> so you lose it. You lose Bowen or Opacek or one of those wingers, and you shuffle that back line. Morgan is playing. He just goes to centre and bring Asiata to play five eight. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, true, true that. Yep. Yeah, Cooper can play in the centres as well. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Well, he pretty uh, much that, does anyway. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. I'm actually uh, hosting a box that night with, with the uh, great company Heyman, so I'll have a good sideline seat on that. I might come and sit with you when I finish. Yeah, yeah why be, not? It'd be a good one to be at. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, this is yeah. Uh, if, uh, if 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 you don't have tickets for this, this is shaping up to be oh. an absolute 
game. I think that's... Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Origin, but there's nothing better than when the Origin period's finished. No more buys, no more... Uh, uh, teams without Origin yep. players, and it's yep. ju- or, or, and no more teams having to back up or their players. To the finish. It's now just like what's there, eight games to go until the finals, yep. and 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 some teams react better post Origin than others. And yep. traditionally, the Cowboys have uh, yep. had better periods in the back end of the season. Um, and I think as well, given that a lot of teams, uh, that, given how bunched up that sort of third to what we're saying twelfth is, yep. I, I think what you're going to find is. Traditionally, thirty's been enough to get you in the eight, but potentially maybe maybe twenty eight might be this year. Yeah, yep. I, I, I don't know. Um, so yeah, it's going to be going to be very interesting to see uh, how it unfolds. I, I, I love this back half of the season. I, yeah, I yep. absolutely love it. Definitely can understand that one. And I, I, look, I mean, obviously, other little points there. I, I guess with uh, Lowy coming back and playing against uh, the Cowboys, um, obviously not. He'll not, be on a mission. He'll, he, especially with his form that he's bringing in from Origin and that kind of stuff. So he'll he'll be out to, to prove a point. So he probably hopes that Hesse is in the side. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Do you reckon they get on? I don't know. Uh, well, <laughs> on yeah, I don't know. I yep. really don't know. I, I it's like yeah, you hear little whispers here, there, and everywhere about all different types of players and how they fit in the uh, into the dynamics of of the club. And stuff like that, and then usually when that player leaves, you hear all the other little yep. stories that go with it as well. Yeah, whether they're true or not, you don't know. Yeah, you'll never know unless you unless you confronted that particular person. And look, let's be honest, um, how often is are all of us going to be able to sort of segregate them to ask them those kind of questions? And how honestly are they going to actually answer it? Maybe some homework for Wade this week. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know to be honest, <laughs> but I'll try and find out. <laughs> Give you a scoop. All I'm right, the, I'm the last one to know, though. <laughs> let's uh, let's jump into. Uh, obviously, it's going to be a good game, uh, as we said, and and we'll go from there. Let's jump into Q Cup quickly, and uh, let's rattle out some uh, results from last week. Uh, obviously, uh, the uh, Black Hawks uh, had a a big game, convincing win over the on, Pride. Over the Pride, sixty points to six. What a drumming! Uh, that was on uh, last Saturday uh, at Jack Mansky Oval. Uh, so it was uh, definitely a, a a big win for them too. It, it's really cemented uh, their position in that top four. Yep. Uh, especially with a, with that for and against as well. Um, I'd, uh, Try scorers and all uh, that. It was just who didn't cross the strip. It's probably it is probably easier to work out who didn't score. But uh, what have we got there? Uh, Chuds Chuds scored two tries. Josh Chudley scored two tries. Uh, uh, Fi-Fi Lawyer scored uh, two tries. Uh, Timo Power scored two tries. <laughs> Michael Bell scored two tries. Bacco Salem, he scored a try in there. Uh, Jake uh, Maketo is in there as well. Uh, Jaleen Feeney. Uh, they literally they scored two at the two-minute mark, six-minute, eight, 13, 17, 25, 32. And around the 78th minute in this game, the Natives got a little restless. Yeah, I did hear <laughs> That uh, it got uh, it got a little bit fiery, but that's not uncommon between uh, Townsville and Cairns. Let's be honest. Yeah, you know, uh, stems back from the Crocs yeah. tie pans because uh, steps back from Brownsville, <laughs> and we've got the water. And yeah, well, look, you look at it. <laughs> Terence Casey Douglas got put in the bin in the forty-second minute, so just after half time. It's I don't understand what's going on. How do you how do you do that two minutes into the second yeah. half? Obviously, there was some bad blood spilling over from the first half. I want to say premeditation. And uh, then uh, with two minutes to go, 
uh, Matt Lemire and uh, from uh, the Pride, and then Tommy Gilbert and Josh Chudley. Uh, it's not like Josh to be put in the bin. He's quite quite a little fella. Uh, all got put in the bin with two minutes to go in the game. It was thirty six nil at half time. Um, yeah, uh, Sean Nonner kicked the whole kick seven and kicked a bag full. Uh, Kyle Abart kicked one as well to obviously finish it off. But um, yeah, it was uh, uh, Jordan Biondiodo was the only one that sort of troubled the, the scorers for the pride. And yeah, Beat was, the spread, basically. But it was just, it was a whitewash. From, what, from all reports from talking to the boys uh, on uh, Costigan Hill. Yeah, you got Nevs Hill. <laughs> Nevs Hill. Um, yeah, they said it was just, yeah, it was a thing. And then the other Cowboys feeder side, the Cutters, uh, took on the Capras, uh, 28-24 to the Cutters uh, in uh, at Marley Brown Oval. I've played at Marley Brown Oval. Just, yeah? Yeah. Bit of a run around there, played, played a touch uh, carnival there, but uh, yeah, right, it counts inside, outside, <laughs> it juke counts. jive, it counts. It was Did back, you step and duck under back in the days when I could? Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, Carlin Anderson, uh, he uh, got a good bag, they got two tries and uh, kicked four goals as well. Um, 12 10 at half time, so it was a was closey, it, it was a closey. but look at it 28 24. I mean, that's a closey as well, even in the finish. That, and, that, and you have a look, Hodges, um, Jaden Hodges, Hodges uh, scores right in the 76. So I reckon that would have obviously been the try yeah. to uh, well, and they would have been well, well, let's be honest. And Carlin, 70, Carlin kicks minute. the goal at 78. Let's do the myths. I was going to say, do the maths. Cappers were up with uh, with five minutes to go 24 22, mm. yep. and uh, and uh, the cutters score right at the end there and uh, pinch the win. Yep. So uh, well done to them. I mean, I, I know the Capras aren't the whipping boys that they used to be uh, in the in the, in the Q Cup, but uh, yeah. So I suppose we, we do we look at definitely. You want to look at? Yeah, I got yeah. to see if my boy got over. Yeah. Okay. Let's recall the Falcons. The Falcons. They took on the Hunters. Yeah. Oh, gee, sixty my, to six. My little brother was actually a little bit bummed that he didn't. He was up here and uh, didn't get to go to the game uh, down there because. Uh, they got a box down there, but uh, holy yeah, dooly, that, 60 to 6 as that well. That is a triathlon. Look at the minutes of those tries. They are outpacing the clock. Oh, I don't know. I thought, the, I thought I thought the Blackhawks went pretty strongly. They were like 2, 6, 8. There at yeah. like four, it took 14 minutes for them to score. And then and let's be honest, uh, the Hunters come back pretty quickly on them. So it was, you know, 6 yeah, all. Yeah, true, true. It was, it was 6 all. There, uh, twenty-one minutes into the game, and then uh, one-way traffic. Then two minutes after that, <laughs> <laughs> it was like the hunters went, "Okay, bring out the Carver boys. We're yeah, on. We're doing it. We're doing this." Where's and, the beetle nut? <laughs> and boom, it was all over. Thanks for coming. And uh, yeah, look, there's I, there's Todd Murphy had a field day with the boot, nine from ten, and and a penalty goal in there as well. So yeah, sixty-six to the Falcons. Um, that would have to really cement their spot at the top of the table. So. Um, would you say the team to beat? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's look. Let's look at uh, quickly looking at the table though. They're only two wins ahead of the of Burley Bears. So uh, then you got yeah. uh, the, you got the winner Manly Seagulls. And we we got Burley this week, don't we? Or, uh, I, I couldn't. I, I'm not 100 percent sure. We'll, we'll look at that in a second. But uh, yeah, you got uh, winner Manly Seagulls there, and the Blackhawks are in fourth, and uh, North Devils, uh, East Tigers. Uh, Tweed seagulls. Tweed seagulls. Wait, have you ever seen this before? This is a bit of a burden for us. This is a bit of our bugbear here that there's two teams in the same competition with the same mascot. Yeah, that's not okay. It's not okay? Not okay. How would you go How would you go calling a game between – not that you're doing Q Cup games, but if you're doing Winner Manly versus Tweed seagulls. You, know, oh, you have to call them – Winner and Tweed. Winner and Tweed. Yeah. Winner and Tweed. Yeah. 
have to. Yeah. Or win a manly and tweed heads. Can you, we, can you call them tweed heads or no? Well, just, they technically they, the tweed, are, yeah. The, the, the tweed. Yeah. That yeah, would, no. It does know. my head in. I don't, I don't understand that. I don't, I don't get it. I the don't. thing is you can't change it because it's probably lo- uh, steeped in history, the, yeah. these two sides. Well, uh, my well, belief is, is that the tweed seagulls was like the link to the old Gold Coast yeah, seagulls. I'm yeah. pretty sure they were the, 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 the base club that sort of pushed for the NRL. Right. Yeah. Or the ARL at that stage. Yeah. Um, uh, what actually, were they ARL? They were NS, NSW. They want to link to the Gold Coast. Yeah. What about the Chargers? Yeah, well, I think that was a standalone entity in its own. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do remember the Seagull, Gold Coast Seagulls did have uh, that underlying, here we go. Well, uh, uh, Tweethead Seagulls. Yeah. But like you said, they, they've got a bit of, if they had past Found history. in 1909. Yeah, but. Yeah, it was. They were the, they were the, the team that um, bought the, uh, <laughs> the license for the Gold Coast Tweed Giants. Now, in saying that, yeah, I, I get that. Now, Port Adelaide in the in the AFL, they've only been in the AFL now for about, I think, 95 or somewhere around that. But in the SA FL. Football Sandful. League, the Sandful, they've been something like 1800s, and they're always Port Adelaide Magpies. Yes, with the coming colours, into black the, and white. Yeah, coming in, yeah, with the black and white yeah, colours. Coming into the AFL, obviously Collingwood was there first, so that's when they had to become Port Adelaide Power. That's right. Wouldn't you think... Now, I'm not the administrator or the running of the show here, but at what stage, when you're the president of the QRL and you get a licence firm to come in, oh, yeah, we've already got um, Winner Manly Seagulls, that's sweet. Oh, yep, Tweethead Seagulls. Yeah, yeah, we'll sign off on that. Was it 4pm <laughs> on a Friday and he's just getting to the boozer? <laughs> Who I, does I, that? I, I'm sure if we dug deeper into that, I'm pretty sure you'll find that Tweed actually didn't play. They weren't Obviously, they weren't originally in the Brisbane League. They played in group one of the groups in the New South Wales. Um, I think if you dig deep in there, I don't know. Not a lot of history on Wikipedia. Not that Wikipedia is the best <laughs> source of information. Surely it is. Oh, everything you read on Wikipedia. Hey, mate, I own a country. Fact. I own a country. Fact. Fact. <laughs> but, um, yeah, look, uh, anyway, does, that's okay. It's okay. I'm not going to lose too much sleep, sleep over that. But um, I know Winter Manly have been around since Jesus was a child as well. So yeah. he's playing fullback for Jerusalem. 1931, there you go. Oh, there you go. So Tweed was actually founded first because Tweed was 1909. Yeah, but like in the fair dinkum department, <laughs> well, that's Tweed what... is sort of a little bit below the Queensland line, is it not? Well, that's, so... why I, that's why I was saying I was pretty sure that they played in like a, you know how New South Wales is like group 16. They have like yeah. the areas are in different groups. Let Wynnum have this one. Yeah. And uh, yeah, change it. Change your name, Tweed. Yeah, well, I'd be turning around saying, well, did you have like one of the greatest rugby league players to ever play for your club? You've got yeah. the Seagulls. Like, why can't they just be called the Sea Eagles? Like, you wouldn't have to change much. <laughs> it's like one letter. Well, no, just, yeah. Write no, the letter. Dear QRL. Just put a dash between the S and the E. So it's, you know, so like yeah. Eagles. Anyway, yeah. anyway, no, all right. We we digress. Yeah, let's Juba. let's let's move on. Who, do we know who they, who the the boys have got? Just more so the Blackhawks and and that for the draw for next week. So uh, who we got? Uh, Pride's playing Pride's, the Jets. Pride's got the Jets at home. Uh, Blackhawks. Um, oh, I was right. They do have the Bears. Blackhawks are playing uh, the Burley Bears next Sunday in Ingham at uh, the old AR Artie Goff. I played rugby. I played rugby union on that. Yeah, I'm an Ingham boy. Great to yeah. see. Uh, the QRL going up to Ingham. Uh, they're taking it to the bush this weekend. 
Uh, so the seagulls there you can see in Cloncurry. Um, yeah, it's wonderful uh, initiative, and um, they'll they'll pack the ground out there in Ingham on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, they are too. So the yeah, Pride's playing at Thursday Hunters, Island. Hunters and Tigers, Apis Overall, I'm, I'd imagine that's up in PNG yeah, or somewhere. Yeah, uh, Wolverg. The seagulls um, are playing at Ilfracombe. Ilfracombe, yeah, Matt Scott's there. Town, yeah. Ilfracombe's a great little Wonderful spot. initiative. Oh, I, yeah. I, and they've done it for a few years now too. And I, right. I remember the, uh, Blackhawks uh, played, um, who did they play out of Mount Isa? couple of years ago but anyway it doesn't matter um but, but yeah i think it's a i think it really is a great thing i mean obviously it's a little bit easier for the state league levels to be able to do that compared to the nrl what a great initiative but i mean i know the nrl's starting to play a lot more games i mean how many games have been played at bathurst now and stuff yeah. like that yeah you know, I, I do like it brings about i used to love the, you know the panasonic cup and stuff like that where they used to play on a wednesday night they'd be in some little little country town and you know what orange or dubbo or something like that and i used yep. to love it Three pokies in the corner. Yeah, Jackpot's got like but it'd be forty-eight dollars in it. It'll be chockers because all these, you know, all, all all the locals will be like, well, you don't get games like, that. and I'm sure all these games will be exactly yeah, the absolutely. same. Absolutely. And look you at know? the pride they're going on a Thursday island. Yeah, that's going to be nuts. <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be a cracker. <laughs> that'll be a cracker. How do you get on that gig? When <laughs> Which is the TV game? When, when do they do their TV games on Sundays? Don't they? Sundays, yeah. Uh, it'll be probably Blackhawks. Oh, they no, usually no, do. No, it'll be the, it'll be oh, it'll be the Falcons, Falcons, Devils. Yeah, Falcons, Devils. The one from team. Nanango. Nanango. Cool. I might well, even go up to Ingham for that one if I can get a leave pass. <laughs> My brother lives up there. We might be able to. Beautiful afternoon up there. Yeah. God's well, country, they call it. <laughs> <laughs> I've done a fair bit of work up at, up at Ingham. I was up there yeah. earlier on. I did uh, the Tasman Turtle Day. I love going up to Ingham. I, I really do. Made across the road. Matty Harvey, he might be going up there. But yeah, good. well done to the Sit QRL for doing Eppie. that. Well done to the QRL for doing that. I think it's a great, great thing. Couldn't ask for more. All right. Well, let's quickly uh, touch on the AFL. Um, obviously, for us, uh, the Lions are up again uh, in the third spot. Are you doing sitting? sitting Don't want to swear, but we did <laughs> in. <laughs> we can. Rob's not here this week. He'll bleep it out anyway. It's all good. Uh, 46 uh, to zip. Halfway through the first quarter. Yes, uh, he's, he's went hard and strong. Uh my mighty Hawks uh, got up over uh, Can you Frio. do Geelong this week for me? Mate, really I really need love you to, to do Geelong this I week would for really me. I would really love to. Uh, yes, we got up 84-53 against the Dockers down in Launceston, uh, our uh, second home. And uh, we actually seem to play better there lately than we have anywhere else. Uh, but uh, the, the, the big the, one, and I'm, I reckon this is why Subiaco he's not here. Seagulls. The Subiaco <laughs> Seagulls, the West Coast Eagles, Pipped at the post yeah. by the Magpies. Now, I know a good friend of mine who does listen to the show, uh, Glenn Clark, was asking me. Name dropping? Yeah, I will because he'll love that. He'll get a, he'll get a big <laughs> buzz out of that being named on the podcast. Uh, wanted me to uh, to give it to Rob because um, he's a Magpies man. Well, see, I was watching this with a bit of intent because Eagles were sitting on second on 44, Collingwood were third on 40, and Lions were fourth on 40. And you're thinking, well, do you want Collingwood to win to go to, say, 44? Lions beat Port, I'll go to 44. Or do I want Collingwood to lose? Eagles go to 48, and then Lions win, and we'll sit outright third. As you have it, three teams are all sitting second on 44. But looking ahead, Lions should be able to do North Melbourne this week. That's sure, a tough hit for the Lions. Look, I'll be honest North with you, though. Melbourne. North yeah. Melbourne have been playing you some coach. pretty good foot, footy. They're back in it. Yeah. Um, it is at the Gabba. 
Yeah, so uh, that's going to be a, uh, a a toughie for you, but I think you'll probably scrape through on that one. Um, but looking at it, you've got Hawthorne playing Geelong. Geelong's on 52. We're on two in a row. Yeah. Hawthorne's got no chance on that. Yeah, home. but if Hawthorne <laughs> win that, <laughs> Geelong stay on 52. We should have beaten, yeah, we, we, we beat Collingwood the week before. Uh, look, I, West West Coast well, got their form back. West Coast have got Melbourne. Like <laughs> the D's, Melbourne's a pushover. If, if the D's can, if the D's can just muscle up and just beat West Coast, and then uh, Collingwood go down to uh, the Giants, which is going to be. I don't think that'll happen. I think nah. the Giants, I think the Giants are gone. Yeah, but if Giants just do something and beat Collingwood, like Lions can go to outright second on 48. <laughs> Geelong stay on 52. Now this is Lions have to play Geelong. He's, he's an analytical man. <laughs> you, you'll trying see to, in the tip. Trying to work out you algebra pretty much in predicted what's going to happen yeah. here by the end of the season. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> Mate, uh, look, uh, you, Morgo, you are right. Hawthorne are going to definitely struggle against Geelong, but. Well, Not Haw- as much Hawthorne, as what people Haw- think. Hawthorne Geelong games are like it's almost yeah, like it, they are a special game, and it's it's like it's like watching uh, Anzac Day the Anzac Day game between Essendon and Collingwood. It doesn't matter where they are on the table; it's always usually a bell ringer. Uh, yep. Same as uh, St George uh, Roosters uh, for for their Anzac Day game. It doesn't really matter where they are on the table; it always seems to be a bell ringer Cow- as well. Cowboys Broncos. It's that again. They yeah, just yeah. both teams get yep. up for it. So yeah, look, I I think it's going to be it's going to be it'll be a tough one for us, but uh, I think we can do it. Uh, St Kilda uh, got a new coach, well they will have a new coach by the next <laughs> game. Um, he jumped before he was pushed. What it, credentials do you need to be a coach? Because there's a few gigs coming up around that. Like, <laughs> I mean, I think you gotta, if I th- you can manage it and just go, oh, hey, this is what you, do you reckon I could coach? Like maybe Titans gig or something. You could <laughs> do the Titans. <laughs> you, you never know. <laughs> That, that's actually an interesting one on the Titans on that one though, with uh, obviously with with them sacking their coach and uh, Garth, there's yeah. whispers that uh, they say so they're saying the assistant coaches, but I wonder how much Mel will step in there, mm. being on the on, on you know being uh, the, the the boss man man. Well, they're saying it's going to be the assistant coach with Mel guiding yep. guiding them for the rest of the season. So, but look, I hope they get an established first grade coach because it's. Uh, I think it's a such a big call this next coaching appointment for the Gold Coast yeah. because they have struggled um, n- not only not only on the field but even to to, to just establish that supportive yeah. fan base but on the Gold yeah. Coast. Does I mean, it ask the question though? I mean, like let's let's be honest here. They've had some pretty handy coaches. Well, they've, the last, so they, you know, they've they only had, they had three. They've only had three. But they had they've King. had Cartwright, King, and now Brennan. Yeah, I mean, look yeah. at look at the Rabbitohs in the last. Four years they've yeah. gone through Maguire, Seabold, and Bennett. Dif- so. Different fan base, though. I mean, like you, you look at that. I mean, but you know, like, like I said, Cartwright, then King, uh, King Henry. The, they're they're two very established coaches. They're mm. both quite good in their own rights. Couldn't seem to get it right. Now, is it a? Do you ask the question? Is it a money thing that they can't buy the team they want? No, no I you, think it's the off-field. I think it's the board. Why are all these players signing for the club and then reneging on their? On the, on their signing and stuff like that. I mean, how many times has that happened to Gold Coast in the last? You know, well, here's one. Here's one for you. If you're a coach, could you go cross code? You hear of all players going cross code. What's Eddie Jones well, doing? Or Billy Slater? Could, could you get a? Yeah, well, Billy, Billy Slater's coach helping Saint, out yeah, Saint Saint Kilda. Kilda. That's probably well, well. I don't know. That could be why <laughs> they're not going. I don't know. I just, but I mean, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, on, on that though. I mean, is what. What hap- what's happening in a team like the Titans when they've had decent coaches but players keep sort of reneging on on their word 
as such. I mean, Wade, you might be able to, I don't even know if you'd be able oh. to touch on that, but I mean, it's it's an interesting point in, in the sense of is that are contracts worth jack anymore? Well, pr- probably. I mean, clearly uh, you've seen contracts where players have been moved on early or players have requested to get out of those contracts. It's difficult, isn't it? Like, if, yeah. if you, do, do you want to force a player who's just signed to come to your club that he says, no, nah, look, I've, I've, I've had a second thought, I don't want to come? You, you probably do more harm than good if yeah. you have a player who doesn't want to be there in your club. And remember, the Gold Coast have had their issues. Remember, the, the NRL stepped in for a few years as well. Yeah. Uh, they they were on, on the brink after that massive centre of excellence. Yeah. So, you know, so there was all sorts of those issues that I don't think would have would have assisted as well. And don't discount the location of that stadium. That's one of the great things about when the Townsville, North Queensland Stadium opens, smack bang in the city. Yep. That Gold Coast Stadium is an absolute nightmare to get to. Oh, it's, and, it's and, and so I, I reckon that... that that impacts their crowds. Yeah, um, and, and saying that they still get about average in ten to twelve thousand. Yeah, yeah. Which look, probably if the rabbitos or roosters you take every that. week. Yeah, that's that's that, that's that's an absolutely fair call. But yeah, the, uh, the Gold Coast have seemed to have had a number of cracks over the years. You know, like in yeah. terms of different sides, and we're talking about the Seagulls and the Chargers and whatnot over the years. Um, but look, I hope they get a, a, an established coach who can draw the right players. And they're actually competitive in the in the competition. Yeah, it'd be it'd be a big shame to see them uh, to see them go because the NRL have said they're not going to step in again. Because they've always they have no matter who has had the um the the license for the Gold Coast area, they have always struggled there. Yeah, I mean, yep. it, it, and it doesn't matter who they've had whether whether when they were the Giants, the Seagulls, yep. the Chargers, it's it's always been a bit of a struggle. I, I just I, I I guess it's one of those things is when when you're your base, I mean, Gold Coast is a, is a big area, but it's a tourist destination. Absolutely, and, you know. But but they, 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 they've there's they've they've always have rich rugby league talent. Yeah, um, uh, Palm Beach, Corumbin, a lot of those high schools down on the Gold Coast have won the Commonwealth Bank Cup. You know yep. that, that high school competition. So there's plenty of talent there. It's just maybe whether. Well, I don't know whether what their junior development programs like and and their and their pathways programs are like as well. Yep. Um, but it'd be great to see them develop that homegrown talent and have them like see them through, so they don't have to go into the market and pay overs for players that 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 are either past their career yep. or, or potentially, you know, aren't established. Well, they do have that. They do have a massive sport based, like you said, touching yeah. on with the juniors down there, not just in AFL um, rugby league. Sorry, but in AFL and and. Olympians, for that matter, as well. Um, looking at that, though, I mean, you go back to round fifteen with the Manly game, and they still got eleven thousand to to Seabus Stadium. So yep. people are going. It's I, I don't think relocation is the key for them. No, um, I think it's either going to be a sink or swim scenario. But they are fickle. Like a... They are fickle on the Gold Coast. I mean, and you look at the Cowboys here. I've, I've been going since ninety five, and when Cowboys are winning, you're getting twenty thousand to a game. When they're not winning, you're getting twelve. Yeah, I mean, look people, when they, people turn out. Look when they there's when a lot they of nearly made, They nearly made it to that, that that next step when they lost to the Broncos in the semis, or even when they beat the Broncos in the semis. Mm. Well, I don't know how long Princey was still playing, so I don't know how long ago that was. But you know, they were, they were going quite well very early on. Uh, you know, cause they, they pulled some big names very early on. Yeah, and I think that's the challenge challenge for a couple of these. NRL clubs is to like develop true supporters. Yep. So whether you're on the bottom of the table, or the top of the table, yep. I'm going to go because I'm going to support my my team. Yep. South Sydney have got it, um, and admittedly they, they don't have 
great crowds, but their their supporters are rusted on. Yeah, know? and I think that's they've, they've got that culture. Yeah, glory, yeah. glory, yeah, glory, you know, glory. It's, and then if they lose, it's not. Well, you, you know, have a look at South Sydney on that. They got kicked out of the comp and you had eighty thousand people yeah. march, and they were coming wooden spooners back then yeah, too. They absolutely. were, you know, the borough was loyal and strong, and they might have only been getting twelve, fifteen odd thousand a game. But they got kicked out the comp, and you had half of Sydney red and green. <laughs> if Titans were on the head on the chopping board, you might get five thousand people marched yeah. down yeah. the glitter strip. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'd hate, to, I'd, I'd hate to. To be honest, I'd hate to see the Gold Coast. You wouldn't. Uh, there'd be too much time and, and, um, and investment into that to yeah. see it fail. And then we'd have a buy. No. Oh, I, th- I think what you'd find you'd, you'd is have a they, you'd they, have a Central Coast Titans another, or something like find that. Another, they'd find another team. Well, I know I, when I was talking to Billy Moore the other week when when I when he was up for that that gig that I did, um, he's still pushing for the Central Coast Bears, of course, <laughs> or the Sunny Coast Bears, I should say. But uh, yeah, um, all right, let's quickly touch on that. Obviously, like I said, we've we touched on the uh, the AFL there. Um, let's let's do this one. Let's uh, let's 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 talk this one. Cricket World Cup. It's done. It's I was dusted. shattered Monday. Yeah, look, I um, I was a little bit disappointed that we lost to the Poms because uh, obviously they played that since we've uh, last chatted. Yeah. Um, but uh, really, at the end of the day, you can't win a game when you score 223 runs. I mean, no. that, that pitch, though. Oh, no. whew, it was all over Archer the place. had it on a string. Oh, mate. Did you... So I don't know how true it is, but did you see the story about apparently he was putting out, he putting out tweets, he put out tweets like a couple of years ago that was like Nostradamus style stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, apparently. I don't know how true it is, but uh, I, I, I read it somewhere. But uh, and someone was talking about it, that he was literally putting out posts, like to the T, like, "Oh, you know, bad. What were you thinking there, Maxwell? And this and that and everything else." And oh, have a look. Do yeah, right. a favor I'll, and jump I'll, I'll on get it. it up. It was. It. it um, I read the story. I think I read it on Yahoo News, which I mean, obviously, is not the most reliable. New source, but um, it was, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I don't know, <laughs> it's just, I'm sure it would, if you put in the Archer, maybe World Cup uh, Archer Twitter. Yeah, but did you did you stay yeah. up and watch the watch the final? I re-watched a bit of the replay um, uh, <laughs> last night, uh, the, the replay, I only saw probably the last uh, 50 runs, ch- the run chase from England for the last... Uh, Fifty runs that they needed mm. to get to uh, to bring it in, and they obviously watched the super overs from there. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a nail biter. Well, I woke up Sunday morning at about eight o'clock, and did did what you had to do all day Sunday and everything, and then settled settled in, watched the first innings of the New Zealand England game. Yep. And then about quarter to eleven, Federer and Novak comes on, so I'm watching that. You know, I'll go to bed at midnight. This will be all right. First set down, Federer loses it. I'll just watch a bit of the second set. And he comes back with an absolute stormer. Meanwhile, flicking back before, back and forth between the cricket. Three o'clock rolls around. And you're going, oh, I've got to get to bed here. <laughs> but you couldn't. Yeah, I stayed up and watched all of it. Obviously. Twelve games all in the fifth, plus the super over. It was not fun going to bed at five in the morning, waking up at 6.30. Obviously, for those who have been living under a rock, that uh, went to super over... Um, to decide it, they tied it in the super over, which was then it goes on a count back of boundaries. Uh, to, of hit. boundaries, 
Uh, since you touched on the tennis as well, obviously, uh, Novak beat Federer. And Unfortunately. That, and it went to five sets and they end up going uh, for the first time. Yeah, they, they, they brought in they brought in a rule with Wimbledon. Oh, not just Wimbledon, but uh, there's a few years back. I think it was Federer versus Roddick, they were saying. And it went to 16-14 in the fifth. And they the the organisers have canned that and said, no, nah, in the fifth set now, if it goes to 12-all, it's then a tiebreaker. Tiebreaker. Which raises the question, I'm going to ask this question, and Wade, please jump in on this one, because you've been involved in a scenario where uh, a, a, a decider has been uh, obviously in our favour. Um, but uh, the question was raised, I was watching uh, on the couch, uh, not, not on the couch, uh, AFL 360, where they raised the question, do all the sports have the right set up for finishing a decider? Like, I wasn't happy with the way the Cricket World Cup finished. No. I felt that it maybe needed to go to another super over. In in the 2020, I remember going back, oh, look, 10 years or so ago, I remember watching it or, or seeing the highlights. Same thing happened. It was a tie at the end of the super over, and then it went to a bowl off. Yeah. I, and it was... Six balls and six different bowlers from each team, and yep, like a shootout as, kind as of many wickets as many bowled wickets, no batter playing or anything. And so, if that was a tie, it would then just keep going sudden death until someone hit. I think it went for something like twenty eight deliveries before someone yeah, right. hit. Yeah, you know, the and then obviously where they've sort of nipped that. Um, that I, I didn't have a huge drama with the tennis with with the tiebreaker scenario. I, I, I well, well, everyone knew about it. Everyone, yeah. everyone knew. So before even tournament started, everyone yeah. knew that if it goes to the fifth in the final, which it never will, but if it does go to the fifth, we're capping it at twelve all. Yeah, well, yeah, all, yeah, obviously <laughs> yeah. with 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 rugby league, uh, obviously regular rounds it just goes automatically straight to golden point. Um, but the grand final, it's uh, extra ten final, minutes. Finals formats, finals format, five yes. each way, yep. which yep. I was surprised with Origin because they said Origin was ain't going to be golden point. I thought. Origin should not be decided on golden point. That should be five each way as well. But yeah, either like, way. Thought, I mean, AFL is very similar now. They've now brought in, obviously, after the St. Kilda Collingwood oh, Grand wasn't Final that a few, stink. few years ago. They've now brought in the... Uh, the Fifth quarter, I think, isn't no, it? No, no, no. They, they're going a, sort of like a five and five as well, and then mm. a golden point scenario. And I don't, I, To me, golden point and AFL just doesn't make sense, no. considering you can get a point for missing. So like you know, as if it's golden goal, yeah, knows? or something like that. Thought patterns on. I'm pretty look. I'll be honest with you. I'm pretty happy with the way rugby league works. Uh, I, yeah. I, I have no problem with the extra time. Is it five or ten? It's five each way. Five each way. Oh, and then I after, should know I was there, but and I then had after, a few. And then after that, it goes to golden golden point. point. I don't have a huge drum with that. I like the extra time. Then the, obviously you can't do a penalty shootout like they do in soccer. Soccer yeah. does extra time as well. So I, I, I for me, I'm pretty happy with that. Thoughts? Yeah, I mean, you, you oh, during the regular season, I'd like to see it change to golden try because yep. otherwise you, you do get in that situation where it just becomes a field goal of fun. Yep. Um, and then maybe, yeah, sure, if you have five each way, uh, golden try. But then if you can't, then you can, if you want to go further, you can go golden point maybe. Well, um, but I'm, I'm not too adverse to the draw either in, yep. in the regular season. I, I'm, I'm, I look, I'll be honest with you, I, I would be quite happy with the draw in the regular yeah, season. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. No, nah, I, I've. You don't want that. Been, you don't want that empty feeling. Yeah, you you go to the game and you and want, you, you want a you, result. You, you, yeah, yeah, that's fair. And, you, and your team's up twenty to fourteen, and they've been the best team of the night. And anyhow, the other guys score in the corner, and you walk out going oh, a draw. You know, it's like wow. Yeah. Um. Then you're losing golden points. Oh, I wish we had a draw. Um. 
but no, I, I think, and I've I've touched on this before, and I and I'm pretty sure it's been raised in a lot of other avenues, in, especially with rugby league. Now, if you're Titans, you you played Panthers on the weekend and you got dusted twenty four to two or something, you don't get any points. Your worries in Brisbane, and it's eighteen all at eightieth minute. Not that one team won, but someone does. You've got zero points for giving it your best after 83 or 84 minutes or even at the end of Golden Point happens. I reckon you get a point each if it's a draw at the 80th and then you play on for a bonus point in Golden Point. That way, you've you've put your all in. It's a draw. Should be a reward for that. Yeah. And then you play on I know for, the, talked for about the win. That. I know they have talked about that before. I've heard that. Uh, I reckon that'll shake up a lot of competition ladder. I mean... Teams but, won't play for a draw. You still want to win, but, but then all of a sudden, the only thing I could, the only down, I guess, the only negative I could throw against that is that it then becomes starts to become like Super Rugby, where you're getting points. You get a point for scoring X amount of tries, and you got oh, this yeah, and that. Yeah, yeah. And no, you, and don't all need, of a sudden, you don't need bonus still, points or anything like that. I still don't even understand why the AFL gives four points for a win. No, you know it what I mean? You like can, each trade could give you thirty points for a yeah, win. It doesn't I mean, matter. It just it, for me, it, it just makes no like you know, even two points. I mean, just you know, whatever. Tennis wise, at fifteen love thirty. I understand two. I guess one, if two, three, there's four. a draw, they can still give a point, kind of thing. But yeah, yeah. anyway, I mean, yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, it's one of those things, I guess, where you sort of look at it and you go, okay, well, I, I just I wasn't happy how the cricket finished. Yeah, I definitely not. And, but just touch on with that golden point, like you said, golden try. I'd I'd rather just see. Every rugby league game be five each way, extra, extra time. And that's what it was like, and like they... that way, if you kick a field goal in the first minute, righto, well, good luck, but you've still got to defend. It's not just yeah. over. Yep. Like if you, it, I suppose it punishes the teams, but if you were that suckful not to get the win in the regular eighty, well, you plan for another ten and but go did, at it. Did they correct me if I'm wrong? But did they not bring that in though to stop the player fatigue? Was that the main reason for, for Golden Point? Yeah, I think so. I'm not, yeah, not 100% sure, I, to be honest. I, I think well, that's if that's the case, there's two interchange. Make it six interchange in Golden Point. Mm. See, see, for me, the only thing that I would ask, and, and, I, and correct me if if it if I'm not on the right path, that with the extra time in the final series, do they get they don't get any more interchange or anything like that, do they? Yeah, you get two free ones. Yeah, yes. when it goes to Golden Point or extra time, you get two extra. Interchange in, in the in the final series. Oh, right? in across all of it. Oh, okay, across all, the whole season. It'd be interesting, you know, you get a a 19-man squad wherever you go, home or away. You should have those two 18 and 19 AFL tried that. Should be able to play in extra time only. Uh, We'll see, AFL... So if you get to extra time, you've got two brand new fresh legs. AFL brought in the... uh, You had one uh, reserve that was a complete swap. Once that player went on... The yellow, on, the yellow yeah, high vis yeah, jacket. I mean, yeah. what it lasted two seasons yeah. got scrapped very, very quickly. I, I wasn't a fan of yeah, it. Yeah, the substitute. No, yeah. no, I was just curious because, I mean, there was there just seems to be a lot of talk on, on the media uh, about it. Uh, yeah, the Cricket World Cup final ending was rubbish. It, it left a really sour taste in my mouth, but, to be honest. Especially well, considering how long a tournament went for. They could have found another five minutes for an over. Yeah, <laughs> for another over. In saying yeah. that, though, it was nearly eight o'clock by the time they. Finished. So I mean, I mean, I, I know at this time of the year in England, the sun doesn't set till about about eleven. So it wouldn't have been a huge drama from a light point of view. Mm. But I mean, it is England. Anything can happen in five minutes over there. It can all start pouring down rain and yeah. But yeah, you know, like surely ruling can intervene. I mean, I know it's in the rules, but 
a deflection off your bat that goes yep. for four decided the World Cup. That's a tough. Yeah. You know, that's that's. Well, a that, bit they of just come to out today <laughs> saying that that was actually wrong. It shouldn't. They shouldn't it have shouldn't been have given been, six yeah. runs. They should have only been given five runs for that um, because they hadn't crossed by the time the ball had been thrown back. Uh, but anyway, whatever. Uh, what before we get into the tips. Wade, while we've got you here, I'm going to start. I'm going to pick your brain a little bit here, just for those people that are listening out there. It's your chance. You know, we get to talk to players and go, "What's your greatest memory?" and all that kind of stuff. For you, I, I think I know what it's what it's going to be. But uh, highlights for you as as, as a caller. Oh, the heart, you can't go past the grand finals. Uh, so they're right up there, uh, the 2015 and 2017 grand finals. Um, uh, Jonathan Thurston's last um, ever NRL game at the Seabus Super Stadium last weekend. That's oh, last weekend, last year. Uh, his last home game. Yep. Uh, Matty Bowen's last home game. And, and, and to be honest, um, whenever the stadium's full and those Cowboy Bronco games and yep. those semifinal games at home, um, it, th- there's just a buzz. And um, there's nothing better than, you know, you can see, you look out of the commentary box, and it's one of the best grounds in uh, in the NRL to call a game because you're literally right up and over uh, yeah. the ground. You see them, you can see them walking out of the tunnel. And when they walk through, the crowd just... And Lifts. Because it's an old school commentary box, the windows are open and you just it just hits you. So, the Eastern wh- Grandstand flags are all waving. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. It, like it, it is the best view in the... In the house, and uh, so yeah, but hard to go past the 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 grand finals. But but some of those semi final games when you know uh, are, are just wonderful. Um, obviously, the, you, you nailed a couple of them already. Anyway, but I'm assuming you know, like there's some players that you just love to call. You just like you're on the edge of your seat waiting for them. You just know something's going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like the Thurston and Cooper combination was always was always good. Um, um, you love you love those cross-field kicks when, when especially when Felt, you know, is uh, yep. looking at uh, launching at the moment. It's that that's that's terrific. Um, and then and then you just love when they when they you know, let the ball sing, swing it out the back on the back line and 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 you just love seeing the ball move, basically. Um, but yeah, it's um, it, it's it's wonderful. Two thousand fifteen grand final, obviously. Uh, I, I know in the Southern Cross box they've got the uh, the USB stick, there, yeah. the golden USB stick with the call on on it. It must have been a pretty big buzz for you guys. You know, I, I know Nico went nuts. Yeah, um, yep. as you probably did too. I mean, it, it must have been a pretty big feeling for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it almost like you can tell like the composure has been lost by the by then. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, like when you know, like because the head's going a hundred miles an hour. Not only because it's a grand final and because they've got a chance to win it, but you're going. This is the first premiership coming back to North Queensland. I think that makes it a bit extra extra special. Yeah, and and you could just feel it when you know when when Hunt dropped that ball they're in position um i think it was you know when james tamo got a quick play the ball yeah um and uh yeah it just went to 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 thirst and in a way away he went the, the the other thing before that was the kick that he missed yeah and um and uh that was that was even exciting to to call as well but uh yeah that was uh that was pretty special but yeah after it uh nico got the recording he put it on a on a on a golden usb and uh, and uh, got it framed and it's uh it's uh it's sitting at home uh, uh prior to place that's for sure um do you believe in the commentator's curse 
The minute you say no and you see it happen, you're like, uh, you know, like, gee, he's having a good game. I oh, know he's dropped the ball. Yeah. Oh, gee, this is a city. He'll get this one easily. No, he doesn't. He's a good uh, kick, this guy. Yeah. He, he doesn't yeah. miss any yeah. of them. He's, he's been spraying. He's been yeah. hitting them all well, all in yeah. training. He's been kicked. I yeah. saw him kick seven from seven from the tri- um, from the sideline yeah. there. Yep, he's been safe uh, under the high ball all night. Drops the next it, one. Hooked it a mile. Yeah. So um, uh, I'd like to think not, but oh, there's been too many occasions where it's happened. So potentially. But have you, okay, so here's, here's the one-eyed patch coming on from the Cowboy. Have you ever tried to put the commentator's curse on anyone? No. Nah. Oh, well, oh, yeah. Most, most of the, yes, we have, actually. We have, we have some of the opposition kickers. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's like, they'll be like, oh, yeah, he'll get this, he'll get that. And, yep, <laughs> sure, he does get it. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, I don't know. Sometimes, uh, but, you know, you, you, you listen back sometimes, you get, oh, did I just say that? Did I? You know, like, because yep. even, even on the weekend, I was thinking, at 12, 6, I said, oh, they just don't look like they can win this. And literally five minutes later, they go and they go and score. And uh, and, yep. and then not long after that, Clifford kicks the field goal. I'm like I'll just eat my words. Yeah. Um. Obviously, you, you you started what you started calling 2009. Yeah, 2009. Yep, yep. For you uh, coming into being to being a, a, a caller, I mean, did you do anything like that beforehand? Like I, I know since then, you know, we we've worked together, you know, doing little bits and pieces here and there, and you do a lot of emceeing and that kind of stuff as well. But before. You got into doing that. What What were you doing before you? Yeah, I like I'm, like I'm an accountant by trade. So, um, but I'd always oh, had I don't. Look, yeah. <laughs> I've always had an interest. Oh, yeah, I know it was either going to be commerce or journalism at uni. Believe it or not, two completely different professions. But um, uh, probably about 2005 and six. So I always had an interest in commentating and always wanted to yep. call footy. Um, and 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 2006, I started believe it or not doing um. Uh, calling surf lifesaving events. I went to a carnival announcers course, would you believe it, in Mackay. Uh, and just as uh, luck would have it, I did that course and he started doing stuff that, that, that weekend. And and as chance have it, the, the, the bloke who was calling it couldn't see the relays. And he gave me a microphone saying, can you go and stand on the judge's pedestal and call the relays? Well, I did it. And then afterwards he's like, uh, we've got some state carnivals coming up down the Gold Coast. Would you come down to that? And so I started going down the Gold Coast and calling like the Ironman events for yep. Surf Life Saving Queensland. And that got some involvement in that. And then in 07, Minty was at Triple M. Yep. And lucky, a, a work colleague knew Minty. So introduced to him, started doing a bit of stuff on Triple T. Um, then, I, uh, then I won a competition in 2008 to go to the Beijing Olympics with Yahoo 7. Oh. We didn't commentate anything, but we filmed... 44 stories. And back then, you know, those web sto- webisodes, yeah, yep. they were called back yeah, then. Yeah. Um, that was Facebook had just arrived. Yep. Um, it was posted on Yahoo 7's website. And then when I came back, Minty went to Fortio and uh, met the crew there. And my first job at Fortio was uh, uh, driving the Gecko, the prize patrol for pricing. So that's what they said. <laughs> they said, it. there's an opportunity that. doing this. And you know what? The ar- little arrogant prick inside of me just went, I've just been to the Olympics. I don't want to hand out bread and milk, but the best advice I've ever, ever been given was a bloke who I went to China with. He said, if you ever want to get into the industry, you never knock back an opportunity, yep. ever. And um, so I said, no, no, I'll, I'll, I'll do that and started doing some stuff on air. And then two or three months later, the guys who used to do the call team went to a, a different radio station. Yep. And they literally needed someone to carry the gear to the, the away games and set it up. Yep. And they said, would you do that? Like, would I would yeah. I do that? Yes, Wait, please. You're going to fly me down there. You're going to put me uh, but, up but for the night. Absolutely. And then, and to like, I'll do and, it. And, so and, have, and have a Padayam card that says <laughs> room service and mini rums. It was, to be honest, it was um, those 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 away well the the away games 
way back then were just wonderful because yep. you'd, you'd get to and and I didn't call I was a co-caller and the callers at that time I used to they used to take turns um, Tim Gilbert who yep. is now with Sky used to be uh, with Channel Nine and Anthony Maroon who calls yep. for Triple M NRL two great broadcasters in their own right two very different broadcasters and 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 you know they taught you a lot yeah. especially especially Maroon I love he, Maroon I he's, love he's a brilliant he's I think he's one of the best radio callers yep. going around just in terms of Knowing how to call and entertain at the same time. Yep. Um, and then the home games, uh, I, I, did, I used to do it with Jason Costigan. Yep. And Costo's another brilliant um, caller as well. Again, three very different callers, but um, just picked up lots, lots, learned a lot. Because for those that Costigan did, did the, the local Channel 9 calls. In, the, in 95. In 95, correct. yeah. And then, and, then, and then for a number of years, he called all the. Um, he called all the uh, um, Rugby League, uh, the Warriors games for yep. the, in New Zealand. Uh, and then Costa went and become the member for the Boot Sundays yep. in 2012 and they gave me an opportunity to do the play-by-play stuff. Yeah, that makes me very, very jealous. Like, Because <laughs> you see the same sort of things play, like being in the right place at the right time. Yeah, it's, I mean, and, that, and it's a combination of like, um, you know, like taking those small steps all, all the way. Because like, so it's not like, oh, I want to be a footy caller and you become a footy caller. It's yeah. like early, mid having an interest in it for a long time and then 05, 06, starting to do something about it. Yep, yep. Which, I, like, I look back and go, gee, that's a long time ago now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's definitely good to... I, mean, I, I do love listening to you and Nico. Just, yeah, those little niggles, but then they're not niggles. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. quite quite fun to listen to and, yeah. and, and to see you guys. I can only imagine, like... I keep saying to myself, I'm going to come up and knock on the door and, and sit in the background and watch his go, but I never seem to get that. Yeah, by, 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 all, by all means. And, and, and we, we, like, we have had people, there's a, there's, you know, a box beside us that, uh, yeah, sometimes people pop in and, uh, and sit down and, uh, yeah, we, we, we enjoy it. And, 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 that's, and, and that's the thing, right? I think you have to have an absolute, and the three of us do have that, that mutual respect, and that's why it, um, it, it makes that sort of banter very easy and very natural. Yep. And it can't be... It can't be forced up there as well. So um, if if you know if someone is says something that that we think well that's that's stupid, we, we we're going to tell the other person, <laughs> and, we're, and we're not and we're not pre- and we're not precious about it. Uh, so and that's I think that's um, yeah that's really important because I think as you know when you're doing this sort of stuff, like you have to be real, otherwise yep. people can see right through you. Oh, for sure, um, and, you, so, and you yeah. do, and you do see it all the time. That's why I do like listening to you guys because it is. As much as it is a little bias yep. to the Cowboys, but it's still real. You, 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 and I, and I, we, we find it very similar with with the podcast. Is like we even we, you know we're a Cowboys podcast, but we'll call a spade a spade. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know, if the Cowboys do something that we think that we feel is stupid, we call it out. Yep. You know, you know, I did it when when we yep. lost to Manly. I I blew a gasket when they took they 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 didn't take the two. Yeah. They took the yep. tap. You yep. know, I blew yep. a gasket. I and I vented on on the on the cast. You know, yep. it, it's. It's one of those things. So it is definitely nice to see that. I mean, favourite ground, last one before we jump into the tips yep. to finish off, but uh, favourite ground that you've got to call out, that you've been able to call out? I mean, uh, I, like, like you said, you said yeah, 300 miles uh, yeah, is I, nice. Yeah, I, I love it. I love it. They're just because it is a great a great ground. And each each ground's different and a, a favourite for its own particular uh, reason. Like, um, you know, Suncorp's great, but... But the radio boxes are, are are right in the nosebleed section, so yeah. it's really difficult to see. I've and sat in the back and, row yeah, at Suncorp, but, and it is. T- <laughs> but there's been some times when your ABCs or your two GBs or Triple Ms have the radio box, 
So they've put us in an actual corporate box to call it, which has, oh. been, which has been cool. Uh, I had to call a game at Leichhardt Oval in an outdoor corporate box once. Yeah. Uh, that was <laughs> that was interesting. Um, I, I love going, to, I used to love going to the suburban grounds, you know, yep. like um, Wynn Stadium uh, in Wollongong. Yep. Um, and again, you know, when you see the ocean, but then there's the, the tin shed of the scoreboard shed. We've called a game in there because, again, you know, like in the past in some of these suburban grounds, by the time they give room to um, Fox and ABC and Triple M, and, and back then they don't have they don't have four or five yeah. radio boxes, so we would go um, <laughs> wherever they could fit us. So, um, but yeah, I, it's uh, to be honest, it's too hard to to find a favourite. Yeah. I, I just each ground has a um, like a unique characteristic and a, and a, and and. They always are special because you, it's it's new, it's different, and um, and it, it, that they just have their own atmosphere, which is yep. nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I'm really glad you came along, though, just to give those people that are listening just that little bit of an insight, not so much from a player's point of view, but but from from someone who who watches the game each and every week and that kind of stuff. It's been really cool. I really appreciate for, for coming along. Like, I think we need to jump into tips. Yeah, let's do it. Let's jump into the tips uh, for this. Week, uh, who we got? Oh, they're all over Brisbane and Canterbury. Who are you going in this one, Morgs? Actually, before we, yeah, no, yeah, who are you going in this? I was just going <laughs> to say before we go into tips, um, Morgs here uh, owns his own company, Fusion Networks, uh, all your IT solutions and everything like that. And he uh, he's ponied up a little twenty dollary for me to put on an outrageous multi. So <laughs> we'll see if we can. Win something I for might, the for I the podcast. Do, I as might a do the same. Actually, I might make note of this. <laughs> I like. Yeah, I'll, looks like he knows what he's talking about. I'll Let just, me tell you that much. I'll just. I'll, the, I'll the, just the winnings will go back into the pot. A sponsorship might be our end of year barley trip here. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a hot <laughs> tip though, uh, Wade. Uh, just be careful on pistols tips. All right, he. Um, <laughs> Why not much better, mate? <laughs> yeah. I had a Looking, good week last week. I got six. I got six right. So I, I got uh, five and a half. I got the screenshot sent to me from uh, Rob before oh, so because we're giving it. We're giving a bit of guff and whatnot back and forth. And he's he's put this up here, and he's gone. Uh, yeah, well, you're coming dead last on sixty two, and you got four last week. I got four, but I'm coming second on seventy six. And I've got seventy two. You're on seventy two. I'm on seventy two yeah. for the season so far. Taking out I'm a mile, mile off cars. the pace. I'm uh, I'm going eighty six, so I'm pretty happy with that. Is oh. that is that with jokers? Uh, one joker used. Yeah, oh, so yeah. you got to oh. take your joker score. Take off. your joker score off because if we're going joker scores, I am. I don't even know what I am, but yeah, I'm. Whatever you got for your joker, I'm, I'm just take that one off. I'm eighty one with jokers, but we just take the off. So I'm on 72 for the season so far. But all right, let's get into the tips. Uh, Thursday night, uh, we've got our, uh, our... Oh, it's up there. I need to go into here anyway. That's going to put my tip in because I haven't done my tips yet. So we've got uh, Broncos taking on the Bulldogs at uh, Suncorp. Head-to-head, Broncos dollar thirty seven favourite versus Bulldogs at $3.05. I, I know where you're going. Yeah, I don't tip Broncos. I hate them. I, I can't <laughs> physically tip them. I'm going Bulldogs by 10 here. I reckon Dean Pay is going to get the boys out and uh, Broncos are continuing sliding down the ladder. Yeah, well, I'm not I'm not as bad as you. I will tip the Broncos and I am tipping them tonight. I'm going for this game. I'm going to say they will... Um, I'm thinking they're going to get in by eight. 
I think Broncos by eight. You could be wrong. Um, <laughs> Rob, Rob, I haven't got his tips, but I'm probably going to say as he he doesn't like Broncos. I I think he'll go dogs. I don't think he would go dogs. I think he'll go. Yeah, he'll probably go Broncos. He picks New South Wales and the Roosters because he's been betting with he's been picking with his head, not his heart yeah. lately. So I don't think he'll be going the dogs, but. What we'll do when we get Rob's tips, we will. No, nah, um, we're we're put we're doing Rob's tips for him tonight. <laughs> so Rob's will go Brisbane. Yeah, right. I, I will think you go Brisbane on that one. What uh, are you going, Wadey? I'm going to go Broncos. Broncos. Sorry. Yep, yep. But oh, you know the, the dogs had a good win against the Knights last weekend, so uh, yeah. they'll be uh, they're on a streak. Tough. Yeah, they'll be tough. But I, I think the Broncos have got a, lot, a, a heap to play for this weekend. It's do or die for them this weekend. Oh, for sure, Morgs. There's not too many teams I dislike more than Broncos and. That's Canterbury, so I'm definitely going Bronx. Oh, far out. <laughs> You're three on your people, there. Three people wrong this week. You're on your Pat Malone there. All right, uh, Friday night, uh, 19th of July, the early game, the 6 o'clock game, uh, is the Warriors taking on the Sharks in New Zealand. Across the Dutchers with ditch. the glitches. Across the ditch. Um, do you think they'll be fired up because the Kiwis lost the World Cup? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm deflated about this game because I'm, I'm definitely going Warriors second favorite team. I had a bit of a multi last week, seven leg multi bet. Right, Warriors to beat Broncos, Cowboys to beat Roosters, Raiders to beat Dragons with Jared Craker any time try score, Melbourne to beat Sharks, and Lions to beat uh, Port Adelaide with Charlie Cameron any time goal scorer. Six out of the seven legs all got up. Warriors Brisbane draw. They paid it out. Warriors are paying two dollars thirty, so they paid it out at dollar fifteen. Not bad. Ten dollars on one six hundred and twenty-one bucks. Your shout. Had Fair Nick Arima kick the field goal and Warriors win twelve hundred and forty-two. Definitely would have been your shout. It would have been. Would have been your shout for sure. So that still is. happy about the six hundred dollar win, but yeah, get your radar working, Cody. So how come you can do well on these multis, but you can't do well on your tipping? Because <laughs> I, I had Warriors, Cowboys. Yeah. Um, Raiders and Melbourne. I, I got four tips. I, I I didn't have to worry about four others. I, I didn't have to tip for eight. I average about three to four each week. So yeah, it's just yeah. it's just a matter of getting those right. Getting ones. the right four. Well, I've got I've gone the Warriors. I, I I don't think it's going to be an easy one though. I won't be wouldn't be surprised if the Sharks push on this one. And but Johnson got, Johnson's out with injury. I think. I too. think. Look, so I'll be, the I'll, homecoming to Mount Smart might, won't be uh, won't be. In saying solid. that, though, I don't think Cronulla will miss him. I, he hasn't really lived up to the hype that yeah. he had when he was in New Zealand. No, no, I don't think so. I don't think he's clicked as well as they would have liked. I tell a lie. He's actually been named at five eight. There you go. But I, I just, I don't think he's been playing anywhere near as well as he was when he was at the Warriors. No, I don't know. I reckon. Yeah. No, just he's just been. Yeah. It's Sean. You yeah. can flick the switch anytime you want, though. Yeah, but you want him to flick it more than he has. Yeah, but he was like <laughs> that at the Warriors. He'd, yeah, true. He'd have one good game out of every three, but that one game was an absolute blinding stellar. Yeah, fair enough. Morgan, been sort of doing that. Who have you got? The, uh, the heart says Warriors, but the pocket in the brains says the Sharkies. Oh, I'm you're wrong. You're wrong, too. <laughs> Wade? Oh, look, the Sharks, they've, they've been going pretty awful the last couple of weeks, haven't they? But they still, they have a big chance of still making the eight. Um, Paul Gallon's back 
um, this week, I think. Um, and uh, their goal kicking's terrible at the moment. Yeah. The Sharks, mm-hmm. so they need to improve that. So I, I, I'm going to tip them, but I'm, I'm not, not overly confident, to be honest. Well, see, this is at the back end of the season now. So Sharks on 16 if they lose and Cowboys win. See, I'm, I'm tipping on the Cowboy climb here. I'm tipping for results that I want to see happen, not who I think will win. <laughs> Good. It's fingers crossed it happens. It's the tipper's curse. <laughs> uh, let's move on to the TV game on uh, Friday night. Uh, Panthers taking on the Dragons. This is actually going to be a really interesting game. I, I, this could this is one of those flip of the coin kind of games for me, though. Have you heard McGregor this week come out saying that he reckons Dragons are still a strong chance at the Premiership? I think Mary's been uh, having too many bloody Marys just quietly, but uh, look, I, I, I've, I've gone. I'm, I'm, I'm going with the Panthers. Just, I just think the Maloney's just he's cracking at the moment. Dollar sixty head to head versus two dollars thirty five dragons. Yeah, I, I think. Look, but I'll, it is definitely one of those games where it just depends which St George side is going to show up. Does Corey, if Corey Norman shows up? And and does what he does. They got seven Origin representatives in that team, and they're sitting. Yeah, in something's th- not right. They're sitting yeah. in fourteenth place. I yeah, I've gone the Panthers, but I, I would not be surprised if the Dragons do pip them at the post. Or no, I'm, like I'm going Penrith here as well. I, I, I think I think the Panthers will win. I think you'll see Ben Hunt and Corey Norman put on a clinic. Paul Vaughan up front, get on the red V. Yeah. Morgan? Panthers playing at the uh, foothills of the Blue Mountains. I'm going is that on the Cumberland Plain? It is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going Panthers. As the crow flies? Yeah, about 60k. Ooh. Panthers, wow. Panthers all day long. Panthers? All, all night. Um, all right, let's move to Saturday. Uh, Sydney Roosters, uh, 3 p.m., taking on the Newcastle Knights at the Sydney Cricket Ground. Yeah, Sydney Cricket Ground. At the SCG. You ever called it the Sydney Cricket Ground, Wayne? Uh, no, I haven't. No. 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 One of those Alliance uh, and ANZ, uh, but uh, not at the SCG. That'd be a nice place to call it, wouldn't it? I reckon you go old school though and work off the table. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, the table by the sideline. I remember and watching Vossi do that. Yeah. Did, did, yeah. did Vossi do that somewhere? He called a game on the so side? hard that would be. Oh yeah, oh, ground level. <laughs> um, who have we got? Who have we got? The so, Roosters are dollar thirty five favourites versus Knights three twenty. They'll bounce back. You reckon the you Roosters reckon? will bounce back? Yeah, the Roosters for me. Oh, Roosters will bounce back? Yeah, Roosters will bounce back. Sorry. Yep. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. Yeah, look, it, it, as much as you know... Tedesco like, and Cordner will be back. Yeah. You, you know mm. I like the Knights and, and that kind of stuff, and but Kalen's a big big loss for them. I don't think Mitchell can carry the team on his own on his shoulders. Kalen has cost me 770 grand in my super coach. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on the sides. Dump him. No, Dump I just him. bought him. Oh, uh, I've gone the Roosters on this one. I'm, I'm, I'm on a home home ground uh, run at the moment, but uh, yeah, I'm going the Roosters. Yeah, I'm with you, lads. Roosters, I reckon Roosters 16. I want to see the Knights win this one. I really do, but them sitting in seventh on 18, I need them to lose to get us going. and say, yeah, I'm, I'm taking the chooks hesitantly because I, <laughs> I don't want to tip them, but in this case, I will be. Raiders Tigers, uh, the five uh, thirty game at GIA Stadium, uh, at Bruce Stadium as uh, Bruce Stadium, yeah, live from the suburb of Bruce. <laughs> um, I thought the Not Tigers were terrible last easily. week. I, I really like. You look at uh, obviously the Storm played La Blinder for for Cam Smith's four hundred. Cowboys obviously lit it up for for Coots for his three hundred, and uh, poor Benji was left hanging. Wasn't. Mm. 
could not get a win for his 300th. And, you know, for a guy like for him who's a top bloke, uh, it was just they just played terrible. So I, I, I don't think they can – I don't think they're good enough to beat Canberra. Have you ever called at Canberra? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I've, I've been there to actually watch Raiders-Tigers game. I reckon it's probably one of the best stadiums in, in Australia. Yeah. It's amazing. Freezing cold. <laughs> yeah. Freezing oh, we, cold. We had a day game and, yeah, we're in the thermals and Cowboy jersey because Cowboys played the night before. And it, it was a good day. Thank Christ it was a day sunshine sailing, but, yeah. You remember those, there was a period there where the Cowboys played the Raiders a lot on a Monday night game? Yeah. I hated that because yeah. you fly down on the red eye on a Monday morning. Monday night in Canberra after the game, there's not a whole lot to do. No. And then you wake up and fly back Tuesday morning and it'd be cold. Yeah. yeah. Bitterly cold. Especially if sometimes you went to a May game. You, know, you leave Townsville and it's still pretty warm. So you wouldn't you wouldn't actually click that. Yep. It's going to be cold. Yep. Remember when Bundaberg sponsored it as well? They had Bundy Monday. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I hated work Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Just because it's sponsored by them doesn't mean you have to sit there and drink their product. I'm pretty sure that's what you have to do. Oh, but it is enough. a good it is a good ground. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've gone the Raiders on that one. I I just think they're way too strong for the Tigers. Yeah, way and looking strong. looking at the Tigers on 16 there, you don't want them to get ahead of us. So, and not only that, but um, here's a bit of fact finding for you, a bit of um, Peter Middleton here. Uh, Raiders have trounced the Tigers, I think, the last three times by about 70 points at Bruce Stadium. So right, I'm going to the stats on this one because you said something like this last week and you were wrong. I, I looked right in the <laughs> eye and lied, but made it convincing. Um, <laughs> they have put a score on them. Like uh, 2018, they beat them 48-12. 2017, they beat them 46-6. And 2016, they beat them 52-10. So, yeah, they... Yeah. they and they there's had, actually... There must have been in 15 there that they put 72-6 or something on. Yeah, it was a bloodbath. Um, Tigers do not travel well to Bruce Stadium. I'm going the, the green machine. Hoo-ha. Hoo-ha. <laughs> Mighty mean, was strong and lean. Uh, Raiders, what? Raiders, Raiders. Yeah, Raiders. I'm we're going Viking and Clapper, Pete. I'm going yeah. Raiders, Raiders, Raiders as well. Yep. Hoo-ha. All Cousin right. Jeff will be, oh no, he's over in England at the moment, Jeffrey. So, oh well. The the big game for us, the our main game of the weekend, uh, Cowboys taking on the Rabbitohs at One Three Hundred Smiles Stadium, uh, seven thirty five <laughs> on Saturday night. Uh, Bunny's going to this one as favourites, dollar sixty to the Cowboys, two thirty five. I would not be surprised. Not that I can do it, but uh, if someone puts a sneaky tenner on that one for two dollars thirty five. Um, That's purchase. It's definitely That's strong a, purchase. If, if they can take that form in that they've been rolling with, like they, they, they took against the, the the Roosters, not that it was the greatest form, but it was that typical North Queensland diehard spirit, never give up, and just back yourselves and keep pushing through. Uh, what do you got? I know we're yeah. lost. Pointless yeah. asking you, Pistol. Cowboys. Like um, Cowboys yeah. for all money. Yeah. I've gone the Cowboys as well. I, I don't think it's going to be a pretty win. I think it's going to be something similar to what we saw last week against the Roosters, but... Uh, I just, I just think um, they'll, they'll, they'll make it happen. I think the fire's in the belly, and this may be the uh, the cold snap in the air making me talk like this. But <laughs> Cowboys thirty nil half time. Wow, that's a bold prediction. Keep in mind when we <laughs> played them last year here that we were up quite easily yeah. and then, uh, sort of faltered at the end there, and um, they pipped us at the post. So uh, I think it was Old Boys Weekend last year too that we played the Rabbitohs. That's when Granville yeah, jumped yeah. out and yeah, gave, the gave the penalty away. Yeah, we were up by one. and Yeah, 
Um, let's move to Sunday. Uh, a couple of games to go on this one. Uh, Gold Coast Titans taking on the Melbourne Storm at Seabus uh, Super Stadium. Seabus two dollars ninety Titans dollar forty one Melbourne. Yeah, well, I that's don't... a rip off. Yeah. That's a blatant rip off. Titans should be paying something like thirty one to one on this game. who is the bookie here 290 really you're giving the Cowboys 235 against Souths and you're giving Titans 290 against Melbourne yeah look that should be 6 to 1 easily Melbourne Melbourne with a cricket score just between you and me Uh, I I really it's it's going to be a bloodbath some teams sometimes respond to a coach sacking but not against the Melbourne Storm they won't yeah We're, storm for me. I'm glad you brought that up. We're discussing this at work today with um with the storm and Steve, and going. Oh, look, I wouldn't be surprised if you know, like Titans, they sack their coach, and you know, every every sporting team that I can ever remember when they've sacked their coach, they come out and and play and they win that following week. I said, oh yeah, I reckon yeah, you're probably right. Then we looked it up. Oh, we're the play Melbourne. <laughs> 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 However, I'm going on that theory of the sake cat sack uh, the coach sacking, so I'm Titans on this one. Oh, Morgan, storm all the way, storm all the way. Unless Bellamy's about to you know help him out for a, a weekend, <laughs> uh, I think the storms easy home. I think there's players playing for contracts, and yet why not take down the big dog? Oh <laughs> uh, well, hey, if you're going to do it, you might as well get to go out in style kind of thing. And the last game of the weekend, the uh, TV game. Uh, it's an old uh, old rivalry, old Ballynocker, Manly Seagulls taking on the Parramatta Eels. Uh, Seagulls go in as favourites on this one. This is ridiculous numbers. This is probably the odds that I scratch my head at the Who most. Who is doing these odds? $1.46 for the Seagulls, uh, Parramatta at $2.70. Um, it is a tough one to pick, I'll be honest with you. It is definitely a tough one to pick. I've gone Personally, I've gone Parramatta. Um, I just think they've got a little bit more X factor in their team than Manly does. Uh, in saying that, they've got the Tommy Turbo and, and, and Jake as well. But uh, yeah, I, I've, I've gone, I've gone the Eels on this one. I'm, I've just looking up my tips here. I think I've gone Manly, but I just want to check something on that ladder. Yeah, Eels are sitting on twenty. Manly's on twenty, so it doesn't really phase. But for and against wise, Eels are. <laughs> He's looking at his cowboy climb again. Yeah, what's the four and While you're doing that, Morgan, what have you got? I'm going Manly. You got Manly? Yep. And uh, Wade? Yeah, I'm going to go Manly as well. I'm surprised at those odds. I, I would have thought it'd be a little bit... A little bit tighter than that, that. yeah. yeah I think so. I, I but just, uh, Parramatta put the points on... Uh, yeah, we admittedly are pretty ordinary, the West Tigers, but we put 30 on them. So, uh, yeah, but I'll, I'm going to go Manly. Yeah, I've, I've tipped Manly. Well, I'm the only one that's gone the opposite on that one. But all right, that's 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 cool. I, I, it is one of those games that it, if Manly show up, if Daly Cherry Evans shows up, it's going to be the Daly Cherry Evans show. Um, but if Parramatta, if, if they all click, uh, and when I say all, they all have to click, like Ferguson has to click, uh, Gutho has to click, Moses. Moses has to click. They all have to, if they all three of the, you know, three of those guys and, 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 and the body of them click, then they will show up. But mm. you just don't know. But, uh, yeah. All right. That is our tips for this week. I think we might uh, wrap it there, guys. I think we've uh, pretty much touched it. We've gone another long oh, year again. it's been another long it's one. It's been another long one, but that's all right. I, I did say to Wade we're only going to be about an hour and a half, maybe at the most, and we've been nearly two. But uh, um, I think we will wrap it up there. So, uh, Morgan, thanks for coming along and uh, being – oh, are you going to rattle off your – Oh, multi. Your multi, multi quickly. Yeah. Rattle off your all multi. Right. 
give us Cowboys to beat Souths over Raiders to beat Tigers. Uh, give us Dragons over Panthers. Ooh, and so yeah, give us Warriors over Sharks so as well. Cows, right? When you went, Cows, Raiders, Dragons, Warriors, and throw in Lions to beat North Melbourne with Charlie Cameron anytime goal scorer. Lions and uh, what was it, Charlie? Charlie Cameron anytime goal scorer. I reckon that's probably going to pay about maybe I don't know thirty to one, ten on that three hundred. That might pay for my death. <laughs> that, that might pay my just, death. Just made you three hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Twenty on that one. So yeah, I reckon that probably pay about thirty to one. Excellent. Well, Looking at that. Well done for those. If anyone's keen to jump onto that one, fours. by all means do. Um, thank you. Oh, what was it Fu- Fu- Fusion, Fusion Networks? Fusion Networks. Thank you very much to you guys for, for chipping in on that one. Thanks to see, for, and see how we go with that one. We might get a bit of a kitty going. Might have a bit of a play. Um, Pistol, thank you as always. You do your thing. But a big thank you to uh, Wake Yeza, ladies and gentlemen, from the Triple M Call team. Uh, you catch him on Saturday night. Yeah, thanks for having me, boys. It's been, uh, been an absolute pleasure. You'll have to get Nico uh, on here. Any, any time. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck getting the word in. Is that, is that a four-hour point? Good luck. Well, better start early. <laughs> You'd be asleep by now, wouldn't you? Um, but no, definitely. Thanks, boys. Really appreciate it. No, no, good, thanks, good thanks for coming on board. And well, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, we are pretty much at that time of the night. Uh, make sure you get out and get nice and loud. Uh, Pistol, make sure you're getting on the spot. Up I will. I, I said that last week. I will. I'll have something for the for the boys. You can catch uh, Pistol on the spot. Morgan, are you on uh, any socials? Yeah, I'm on Facebook. Uh, I've got Twitter and uh, Instagram. What's your, what's your handle? What's your handle? What's your handle? Uh, we got Morgan TSV. Morgan and Q, sorry, on Twitter. Yeah, uh, Morgan Holmes Evans on Instagram and Facebook's just my name. Wade, uh, obviously can catch you on the Triple M Call Team page as well, but uh, if you've got any other handles out there that you'd like to throw out Just there. a simple at Wade Chiesa, that's all. There you go, nice and easy. There we are. You can catch me at Barking Frog MC. Thank you very much again, everyone, uh, for joining us on the ranch. It's a shame Rob couldn't be here this week because it was another rattler of a show. It was a, uh, it was a gooder. There we go. We'll catch you next week. Stick around. Evening.